Big Rab Show podcast is kindly sponsored by G1 Reads. They are the champion's choice, with many bands around the world playing G1 products, including two-time world champions in Vararian District. So check out g1reads.com as they keep the lights on here on the Big Rab Show podcast. Hello there everyone and welcome to another Big Rab Show podcast. How are you folks? Hope you're all keeping rightly out there on podcast land and yes, you guessed it, another week has rolled around in the bagpiping scene and yeah, we've got a lot to catch up on. And to those of you who didn't enjoy the past couple of weeks, uh, we did have a couple of specialist episodes for you there. One about the mental side of bagpiping and one about the physical. Uh, we did get quite a number of messages saying uh, yes, that you did enjoy them, but we also got some naysayers as well saying that these were terrible. And uh, come on, where's all the news and updates and stuff? We're in the middle of the season here. Uh, so yeah, we did expect that. So yeah, you're Emails and comments and stuff may well be featured on a future episode of Hater Mail. <laughs> Woo! There is that. Uh, but yes, I have to say a special thank you to everyone who did reach out to us over the past couple of weeks, uh, who did comment saying that they enjoyed the past couple of special episodes. And if you haven't, by the way, listened to them yet, then please do go back, check them out. They were really quite special interviews. And we do hope that, you know, there's some value in these conversations. And that's exactly why we timed them at this point in the season. And yes, full disclosure, I was away on a family vacation for the past fortnight in uh, the sunny United States, actually. So, uh, yeah, I had a whale of a time. Uh, But you don't want to hear about my vacation and everything because we're back. It's time for another Big Rab Show podcast. And if this is your first ever Big Rab Show podcast, then you are welcome. Because we are the show for the bagpiping folk. Reflecting everything in the bagpiping world, be it Celtic music, folk music, or indeed our bread and butter, competitive piping and drumming. Each and every week we talk about what we know and love to be the music of the great Highland bagpipe and its people. And we've got a lot to get into this week because as you can can imagine we've got a lot to catch up from this past couple of weeks uh, as well as this week's topic of the week which is of course the big news that dropped today on the 6th of July yeah the draw for the big yin the world's yeah it's hard to believe but it's only around the corner Uh, so really looking forward to that and this week's topic it'll be a real-time reaction of me looking at the draw now The draw took place here in the UK earlier on this morning and I have resisted all temptation to look at it and read it and all of that. So you will be getting my genuine reaction as to reading this thing. So I have not yet clicked on it. I've avoided all spoilers. I haven't been on social media all day deliberately to avoid it. Uh, So yeah, you'll be getting my 100% real reaction. <clears throat> as I click on the button, finally. I can't wait to see who's entered anyway. anyway. Right, so we're going to get into it in this week's topic of the week. Now, with each and every episode of the Big Rab Show podcast, we do like to remind you of our Patreon page. Like every other podcast out there, we do have a Patreon. Now, it's not compulsory. It's completely voluntary. If you would like to help support us, then you can. There's a little button over there on our website, which will take you to the support us and over onto our Patreon page. And uh, yeah, we have quite a great community over there of supporters on Patreon who get treated to all sorts of extra content for clicking on support. So if you would like to, then you can, but you don't have to. Go over there to Patreon, click support and be part of our Patreon faithful. Yeah, can you tell I've had way too much caffeine today? Way too much caffeine. 
Oh man, I tell you, it's good to be home again after two weeks of sunshine and 34 degree weather. It was mental uh, where I was. Um, let's just say that. And if anything, whenever I was there on my vacation in that 34, 35 degree weather, all I could think about was how do you folks in the US and around the globe uh, actually play pipes in weather of that nature? You know, 34 degrees Celsius or up around the the high 90s, low 80s, I suppose, in Fahrenheit, that's that's crazy biscuits. And even at that, I could hear that the temperature in the likes of Las Vegas and other peak places around the west coast of the US can reach in the hundreds, you know, which is absolutely insane. So, yeah, that was my number one thought. During my vacation was not how much of a good time I was having. It was, how do people play pipes in this weather? So, um, yeah, full credit to you guys who play pipes and drums in real scorching heat like that. So, yeah, good luck to you all. <laughs> anyway, again, I'm not going to talk about my vacation and all the rest. Right, let's get into this week's show then, shall we? Ah, the introductions and that are behind us. Let's get into listener mail. Now, as you can imagine, over the past couple of weeks, we have got quite a bit of listener mail. A lot of it was commentary, I suppose, on the past couple of episodes. We did get a number of questions in from folks asking about various different things to do with the mental side of performance. Uh, we have referred those on uh, for a response direct uh, with Fiona, so I hope that will help. And we also got some uh, queries as well from bass drummers who were looking some pointers on stretches and things, and warm-ups and even you know exercises to build back muscles and things when lifting a bass drum. Then yes, we again pass those on as well, and hopefully they'll yeah hopefully help indeed. So if you do have any other questions, of course, or comments for that matter about the past couple of episodes, then please do email them into us. Bigrabshow at gmail dot <clears throat> com. There you are. I'm sure you have it memorized by now. All right, let's get on to another little listener mail that we got, and this one comes in from the Inch High Private Eye. That was the name they gave us. All right. <laughs> it says, Hi, Rob. Just a couple of points. Uh, Kilbarchin is pronounced Kilbarkan. And apparently, I've been completely butchering it every time I've said it because I, yeah, I've been calling the band Kilbarchin with a CH, but it's Kilbarkan. Kilbarkan. So I've been completely pronouncing that wrong. Hi. That's something I do here on the pod quite regular. And uh, I'm sure everyone's laughing now. This is Stop It, Rob. Cut, Rob. Yeah, I'm constantly pronouncing stuff wrong, so if I do get it wrong, please do correct me. So, apologies to Kilbarkin, Pipe Band, I've been pronouncing your name wrong. There you are. Um, also, they go on to say, how good was the standard in Grade 2 in Inverness? Absolutely top stuff. Now, yes, I'll be honest, I was away on my vac- vacation, but I did spend a stupid amount of time looking back over recordings from Inverness. And yes, I have to agree, the standard at Grade 2... <sighs> I don't know, just ridiculous. You know, I've said it a few times now about grade two, and it is honestly one of the most competitive grades that we've had for this last number of years. And even after the couple of years break, thanks to the pandemic, it hasn't slipped away at all. Standards in grade two, I don't know, they're just ridiculously high at the moment. So yeah, the competition at Inverness in grade two, couldn't agree more. Absolutely. Top stuff. Yeah. So if you haven't listened to any of the performances from Grade 2, by the way, from the Euros, do yourself a favour and go and listen. They're absolutely fantastic. Anyway, 
Rolling on to the rest of the email, it says the security at Inverness were atrocious. Now, we did get a number of reports about this, uh, but this is another one. Uh, so, yeah, the security at Inverness were atrocious. 20 degree heat and they were stopping young kids and making them empty their water bottles before they came into the field. Now, we've heard that they were stopping young kids. Yes, we agree. Uh, we've also heard that they were forcing them to empty out bottles of uh, what we call mineral I suppose, you know, like bottles of soda, Coke, whatever, to empty them out before they were even, you know, before they were allowed to enter the field. Because I guess they had a concern about possibly smuggling alcohol in. Uh, But young kids would not be doing that, which doesn't make much sense. Also, there was a £15 entry fee, which, yeah, a lot of people were disappointed in the delivery and the amount of stalls and crafts and things like that that was available you know, like a, a bit, things that took you away from the piping. More of a family-orientated event, like similar to what they had at Forez, I suppose. But, uh, yeah, apparently the £15 entry fee rubbed people the wrong way. And also the security at the venue apparently rubbed a lot of people the wrong road. And, uh, yeah, they were stopping people from, you know, taking in cans of drinks and stuff like that. Not alcohol, for that matter, but, uh, yeah. We've heard some pretty poor report, reports about the security of the venue. And they are being overly, overly strict, I feel. Anyway, moving on to the rest of the email. I suppose we will get there eventually to the end of it. Uh, what were the tea cosy foil things that the Scottish Power had on their bagpipes? Question mark. It must have helped them because they, they reached second prize. Uh, so also a big well done to Kilbarkin, Laura Clyde, Mulgai and Annan. And that was from the Inch High Private Eye. Now... <clears throat> Yes, Scottish Power and these silver foil things. Now, we did, we did see them trial this before. Uh, I don't know if it was just around the blowpipe or whether it was around the chanter. But, yeah, these tea cosy type things that they've had on their pipes to reflect the heat and the sun, they've done that before. And I've had pretty good results with it. And, yeah, I agree with you. Pulling them into the second position there at the Euros it definitely seemed to pay dividends. So, hmm. Yeah, who knows, we may see more bands using these silver foil things. And, uh, yeah, quite an interesting development, I feel. We're always interested in new products and stuff, so that could be one that could be sold, I suppose, and a lot of people will be trying them. So, yeah, shout out to Scottish Power. <laughs> and shout out to you, the Inch High Private Eye, whoever you may be, uh, for thank you for sending in your email to us. All right. Moving on to another email that came in to us from Keith, and he said, Hi, Big Rab, I just wanted to say thanks to all hard work for you guys and the team put into your podcasts. I'm not sure if it gets said enough, but after, after listening to the latest episode of Chanter Rant uh, with Rabbi and Jim, of course, from the Droning On podcast, uh, yeah, he just wanted to make sure that it got done at least once. I don't think people, including me, know how much blood, sweat and tears goes into you guys putting on your shows. An unimaginable amount of time it takes to do all the editing, uploading, social media interaction, merch, online stores, etc, etc. But, thank you. You guys talked about not having anything going on during COVID and what it took to put the shows out. And those shows got him through COVID for piping. There you are. So thank you, Keith. I appreciate that. He goes on to say, for someone that lives 15,000 kilometres from where the nearest Highland Games might be happening, (laughs) uh, everything comes uh, to him online uh, through sources such as podcasts, downloaded albums, or ever-evolving sources of live streaming and online videos. I could just about read tonight. Uh, 20 years ago, it would have been almost impossible to see the worlds except through the world's CDs and... 
Yeah, so they've stopped putting them out now. Now, I still haven't seen the worlds, but I got to experience it as it would as it would be, I suppose, through the BBC's live stream. And now today, with the podcasts, we're talking to each other about similar trials and triumphs on the other side of the planet. I think whatever you guys do, it's good for the piping community. Be, be it keeping the world informed with current regular events, or letting everyone know that the Pipe Band Society of South Africa wants to host a Highland Games. <laughs> Stuff like this didn't used to happen, so keep going, doing what you're doing. There are lots of us out there that I'm sure will keep on listening no matter what. And if you don't know we're there, it's because like you, we're really busy and didn't get a chance to say thanks. Always listening in and off the grid, and that's from Keith. Thank you, Keith, for your email, mate, all the way from Whitehorse in Canada. Awesome stuff. So yeah, thank you. It's awesome to get you know such feedback like this. Sometimes we get positive and negative and sometimes yeah we get some commentary to say that sometimes yeah what we're doing that can be seen as a community gathering thing i suppose you know trying to hold the piping world together as we're going through such difficult times as a pandemic but now as we're going through such times as trying to rebuild our piping scene it's not easy and that's going to be mentioned in this week's topic of the week i suppose uh but uh, yeah we'll get into all of that i'm sure anyway <clears throat> Let's get into another email here. And this is another one in from Keith. And he says, I just wanted to chime in and say, stumbling upon YouTube videos of of the Highland Games going on around the world right now. And he caught one from the 78th performance in Georgetown. Yes. Now, he goes on to say, uh, this could be a top three contender for the worlds right now. So, yeah, actually listened to that video and it wasn't bad. Not bad. So, yeah, thanks, Keith. He said, thanks to all the bands for putting in the hard work and competing at the Games. And to all of the YouTube channels that post these awesome performances for the rest of us to see. I think about how many years it's been since I've heard a pro-level band in person and it makes me cringe. Up in northwestern Canada, the name of the game is to work your butt off during the construction season whenever it's open so you can feed yourself whenever things are slower in the winter. The last time I heard a grade 1 pipe band in person was probably 15 years ago. And all you folks that get a chance to see these bands up close and personal, enjoy them. And thanks again to all the YouTubers out there who are putting this out for us to enjoy. It's the next best thing to being there. Again, that was from Keith from Whitehorse in Canada. Not a problem, Keith. And uh, yes, as well as ourselves, the Big Rab Show, us having our own YouTube channel. There's plenty of others out there too doing the same thing. I have to say as well, shout out to Drone Chorus, whose recordings from Inverness were simply brilliant. If you haven't listened to those yet or even watched them, yeah, I have to recommend Drone Chorus again. You know I'm a huge fan of Drone Chorus. Definitely go and check that out. So thank you to Keith for your couple of emails there, mate. Definitely well appreciated. All right. We got an email here from Big Dave. He said, uh, Dear Big Rab Show, reference hater mail. That's the title. Mm. Rab, you're damned if you give out too much info and the show's too long. And you're damned if you put out not enough information out there. <laughs> so you're damned if you do and you're damned if you don't people need to know what's happening or not happening i say carry on doing what you're doing there's more lovers than haters and if they don't like what you're doing they can do one <clears throat> now this was big dave saying this by the way and this is not me uh, he goes on to say no matter what we do these days uh, some people are just not going to be happy you can only please some of the people some of the time but you can't please all of the people all the time Big Dave. Big Dave! Thank you, man. And yes, if anything, I wanted to read that in this week's pod because we did get quite a lot of criticism over the past few weeks. Not only about those specialist episodes, but also 
about some of our coverage as of you know from these big events. Now we've been struggling on a number of fronts. Uh, obviously, we are trying to rebuild ourselves here on the Big Rab Show team as well as our pipe and scene post pandemic. And yeah, coverage from these events has been. Yeah, I'll say it. It's been kind of difficult. We've been really coping with uh, the conditions, uh, technology, availability as well of team members and stuff. And it's just been, yeah, it's been incredibly difficult to try and get everything up and running again. We've done what we can to launch what we had as Big Rab Show TV to varying different degrees of success. The initial launch, obviously, was a failure, and we reported that and said, yeah, it didn't go as we planned, and hey, at least we tried. Well, we're not stopping. We're continuing to try. We are, yeah, still trying to keep that wheel turning. However, we are receiving quite a bit of hater mail as a result, saying the coverage isn't good enough, the quality's terrible, and yes, we know that. It is not a mystery to us. We do understand that, you know, the camera quality may not be pristine. The angle may not be correct. We may be filming into the sun or we may not be able to see anything, <laughs> stuff like that. We also know when the audio is bad. Uh, we do understand that. Uh, but again, we are limited with the technology we had, the connection we have as well, uh, which at some certain locations can be really spotty at best. Uh, memories of Inverclyde come flooding back. Uh, but yeah. We are doing what we can to rebuild ourselves, and we are continuing to develop everything to bring us back up to speed to where we were a few years ago. So, I guess I did want to read that on this week's pod again, because we did get the odd message of support from folks as well, saying that we're just not going to please everyone. We can do what we can to bring you the live, on-the-ground stuff as it happens, but it will take us a bit of time. And thank you to everyone who is displaying some degree of patience, and we really do appreciate it. We're doing our best to rebuild what we have here, Uh, but there is an element out there who are really keen to chop us down and saying how the standard of everything that we're producing at the moment from our competition coverage is just below par and just isn't good enough. And um, yeah, I'm not going to draw attention to it, but there was one particular string of commentary on social media uh, where one person really had a real strong dig at us here at the Big Rab Show team saying that we were just not good enough and uh, that why even bother trying and all of that. So, <clears throat> hey, I guess we just can't please everyone. We're doing what we can. We're a team of volunteers. No, we don't get paid for this. We certainly don't charge for it either. Um, so we'll just continue to do what we can to try and bring as much coverage of a good quality as we can and we'll continue to fight to try and bring you the best possible coverage you know that's what it is you know we're not in this business to try and show our bands and musicians in a negative light by poor quality that's the last thing that we want to do uh so whenever it happens it's not done intentionally it is done because yeah because it's all we could do i suppose given the restrictions and challenges we had on the day so We'll continue to battle those challenges. And I hope you folks can stick with us through this journey as we do try and rebuild ourselves, other Abshu team, as well as we rebuilding our own pipe and scene, I suppose. There you are. Alrighty. So that's it for this week's Listener Mail. If you do have any commentary or questions or anything that we've talked about in previous episodes, then please do. Email us in as always. BigRabShow at gmail.com. That address again, BigRabShow at gmail.com. There you are. 
And yeah, you can also send us in your hater mail too. If you do have any particular commentary about how poor we are doing at the moment and how terrible it is, then yeah, email us in. And your email could be part of our hater mail episode, which is coming up. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> let's fly on, shall we? Yeah, you guessed it. At this point in the week, yeah, it's time for Word of the Week. Time for Word of the Week here on the Big Rapture Podcast. Progress. Yes, this week's Word of the Week is progress, and for good reason. Um, At this point in the season, as we say, we're just about over the halfway stage, I suppose, with only two majors left on the calendar. It's hard to believe if we've got three majors behind us. And at this point in the season, genuinely, I think... We have seen real progress. Now think about it. Now I know I'm going to get criticism for this. Again, that'll be on the episode of Hitter Mail. But at the 14th of May was our first competition here in Northern Ireland at Bangor. Now whenever you look at the competition that was held in Bangor at the time, that was the big return for piping and drumming here in Northern Ireland. We produced an episode on it and uh, from on the ground. And you could hear the performances too. <clears throat> And even at that, those performances were pretty amazing, you know? So, definitely worth a re-listen to, I suppose. Because whenever you look at things now, after the All-Ireland Championships that happened this past weekend and New Ross, the standard has only continued to improve. As well as the numbers, as well. So, I am genuinely thinking we are seeing signs of real progress. Now, that's not without... It's bumps in the road. Now, whenever I was talking there earlier about our own coverage here in the Rab Show team and our launch of Rab Show TV, which kind of fell flat in its face, <laughs> but we are progressing. We are working out all the knocks and bumps, and we're doing what we can to produce coverage from competitions, but it will take time. Very similar to rebuilding our own pipe and scene, our own band scene, and all of it. It'll just take time. But now that we're here, about halfway through the season at this point here in the UK, we have definitely seen signs of progress. Now, whether you folks agree with me or not, I do believe it warrants this week's Word of the Week because then it will it'll start a debate amongst folks. Have we genuinely seen progress from the start of the season to where we are now? I guess once the season wraps up with the All-Ireland solos, I suppose, on the 17th of September, and we close the doors and we... Yeah, basically start preparation for the next year. Then we can kind of look back and review and see how things went. But um, for now, we're in the middle of the season. And I do genuinely think that we have seen real progress. Now, full congratulations have to go to all of the RSPBA branches. Of course, who've all been working incredibly hard, including our own here in Northern Ireland, who have been working tirelessly producing all of these in great competitions and we have seen standards across the board rise and also to our bands men and women you folk out there who are furiously working away in your band halls you may not think that there's been progress made but trust me for me as an outside spectator who isn't currently competing at the moment i can genuinely see progress in all levels not just in grade one grade two But from all, even the grassroots, you know, 4B, 4A, 3B, 3A, all grades, I've seen, um, you know, a marked rise in standard. So keep it up, you know. 
we are seeing genuine signs of progress. And that's this week's word of the week. So you might not think you're getting anywhere. You know, going to the band two, three nights a week, whatever it is, and playing that MSR for like the 15th time that night, and you're like, come on! Then, believe it or not, yes, there is progress happening. So keep it up. Keep up the great work. We are definitely seeing signs of progress. There you are. Alrighty. That is it for this week's Word of the Week. And uh, if you would like to suggest a future Word of the Week, then you can do. You can head over onto our Patreon page. And if you are part of the Patreon faithful, there is a little thing over there where you can suggest a Word of the Week. Indeed. Alrighty. Now, you guessed it. At this point, we'd normally turn our attention to Weekly Drone. But unfortunately, we don't have any this week. So, uh, yeah, we don't have any moaners or complainers or... Any weekly drones at all to bring you this week. Now, if you do have one, of course, and you would like to send us in a message anonymously, that's where you can go and do it. TheBigRabShow.com forward slash weekly drones. Completely anonymous. No identifying factors at all. Just your voice. And that's it. We're holding an open microphone to you folk out there in the piping scene where you can let us know your thoughts and opinions. And I dare say we will hear some thoughts and opinions as we get into this week's topic. And, uh, yeah, a lot of folk will have some opinions on the big yin. That's just around the corner. The world's! And, uh, yeah, we'll get some weekly drones for that, I am sure. So, yeah, send them in to us, weekly drone, and, uh, I say, completely anonymous. And, uh, yeah, it could be some interesting conversations there, I'm sure, after this week's topic. Alrighty. Well, speaking of this week's topic, we're about to get into all the news and updates and everything just before we do the topic of the week. So, I guess at this point in the show... Yeah, I'll go and grab myself a very quick cuppa here and I'll be right back with all of your news and updates from the past couple of weeks. Do you wish piping could be fun again? Bagpipers around the world continue to struggle with their instrument despite hours of hard work trying to get better. Bagpiping should be fulfilling. Your hard work should pay off. Showing improvement and the freedom to express yourself musically. Or why do it? The Dojo University believe every piper should be able to free themselves from musical frustration, proven over more than a decade of successful teaching and accessible anywhere with an internet connection. The Dojo is unlike any other bagpipe learning experience in the world. Let the Dojo channel your enthusiasm into a fun and fulfilling program that will empower you with the knowledge to fall in love with piping all over again. So go to dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab and take advantage of our 30-day free trial of Dojo Premium Membership. Join the global community of students today and rediscover the fun of bagpiping. dojouniversity.com forward slash big grab for a 30-day free trial. Indeed, yes, and thank you to everyone who's been taking advantage of that offer that we have with uh, the dojo there. So, yeah, it's quite an amazing service, and honestly, we can't sing its praises enough, and thank you to everyone who is taking advantage of it. So, yeah, please do go over there and, uh, yeah, check it out. What's what's to lose? All right, let's get into all of the news and updates and stuff. Now, of course, we're going to have to run through some results, as expected, of course, because this past weekend, of course, was... The All-Ireland Championships there in New Ross and County Wexford. Now, as far as we are aware, we've been searching online and we can yet 
we can still not see these officially published anywhere. Uh, we have checked uh, the IPBA website, the RSPBA Northern Ireland website. We have checked all sorts of different things on social media and stuff. And according to the only source that we could find them on was the Pipe Band Results page, which is a, a bit of a group page that's involved in, on Facebook. And uh, yeah, shout out to Vicky Singer, who reported all the results as they were announced on the day. Now, we didn't have any plans ourselves in the Rab Show team to uh, actually attend the event, unfortunately, and we weren't able to bring uh, live stream results. But we did bring you a couple of live streams from uh, Field Marshal, I think it was, um, on the day itself from the All-Ireland Championship. So that's what we managed to do on the day. So, hey, I have to give a shout-out to the Pipe Band Results page and to Vicky Singer for publishing these. Thank you so much for publishing them. Uh, but, yeah, we are still waiting on the official publication from the association themselves. So, yeah, I guess we'll wait and see. But, uh, yeah, uh, let's go through them so far. I have to get started with the drum majors, of course. Now, I do... Uh, well, I have heard, actually, that there was a bit of a mix-up on the day with the announcement of the All-Ireland Championships for the juniors. I think the wrong name was read out initially. And, yeah, we've been through that before where the wrong name gets read out and it's quite uh, heartbreaking whenever you tell the person who thinks they have won that they haven't. So, yeah, in first place was Carries Graham. So, well done to Carries. And in second place was Mia Buckley. So, well done. There you are. That was your juniors. On to juvenile drum majors then. In top spot, All-Ireland champion was Cathy Hunter. Yeah, not bad. Well done, Cathy. If I remember here, seniors then, we had Cara Gilmer. Well done, Cara. Second was Emma Barr. Third was Jamie Couples. Fourth was Jason Price. And fifth was Andrea. Yeah, Andrea McCone-Gibson. Well done. So, there you go. So, that was your drum major competition uh, for the All-Ireland Championships. I did hear that conditions on the day... Yeah, we're difficult for drum majors, so well done to anyone there if you managed to lift a prize at all. Well done. All right, on to our bands. In grade 4B, lifting the drumming All-Ireland title was the Irvine Memorial. Go on, the Irvine! Yeah! Not a bad result, as well as lifting the top spot as well as lifting that drumming title. Well done to Irvine Memorial. In second place was Black Raven. Not bad. I think they also lifted the piping result in 4B as well. So well done, Black Raven. In third was New Ross, of course, the host town. And in fourth was Newcastle West. So well done. And grade 4B. On to 4A then. Yes, I'm sure you've seen it by now. Kildog are All-Ireland champions. Well done, Kildog. And also lifting the drumming title as well. And also in second place was Artlow Pipe Band. Not bad. In third was Grancha. In fourth then was Cullen. There you are. And that was your 4A results. Kildog, honestly, have been, yeah, they've been really quite strong over this last number of competitions. So uh, if you haven't seen the performances from Kildog Pipe Band yet, then do yourself a favour. Go and have a listen to them. Yeah, quite, quite good. Yeah. So shout out to Kildog, All-Ireland Champions 2022. Moving on to Grade 3B then. Yeah, lifting the drumming title was Kulabaki. And they also lifted the overall title as well. All-Ireland Champions, Kulabaki. In second place then was the Major Sinkler. Go on, the Sinkler! Yep, I have to do that. In third place was Akaran. There you are. So that was your Grade 3B competition. Uh, with only three prizes there uh, awarded. So, on to Grade 3A. Uh, lifting the top spot was Clocker and District. He also lifted the drumming title as well. Again, another incredibly strong performance from the guys at Clocker. And, uh, yeah, again, do yourself a favour and have a listen to Clocker and District. They're doing really, really incredible things there in Grade 3A. Definitely worth a listen. Uh, in second place, then, was the Matt Boyd Memorial. Another real stellar performance from the Matt Boyd. And, again, definitely worth your attention. Go and have a listen to the Matt Boyd. They're doing some great things there. 
In third place then, we had the mighty McNeilstown. Well done, McNeilstown. And in fourth spot then, we had Tully Lagan. Go on, the Lagan! I have to do that contractually, apparently. <laughs> well done, everyone there, Tully Lagan. Left in the fourth spot in Grade 3A. On to Grade 2 at the All-Ireland Championships. Yes, our All-Ireland Champions for 2022 are Ravara. Yes. And they managed to lift the Drummond title as well. So well done, Ravara. In second spot was Manor Cunningham, of course. Yes, great performance from Manor. In third was St. Joseph's. And in fourth spot was St. Mary's Derry Trasna. There you are. Not a bad grade on the day. And if you haven't heard any performances, like I said earlier in the show, from that grade two in the All-Ireland Championships, then, yeah, go and seek them out. They're definitely worth listening to. Now, in Grade 1, we got some quite disappointing news ahead of the All-Ireland Championships that, unfortunately, due to an outbreak of COVID-19 among the members of St. Lawrence's Toolpipe Band, they were unable to compete. Ooh. Now, they announced this on June 30th, which was the Friday before the competition on the Saturday. This was absolutely heartbreaking news for everyone involved in St. Lawrence's Toolpipe Band. Uh, for everyone involved in, at the competition, if we're honest. Because we're always really excited to see St. Lawrence hit the grass. Uh, but yeah, the previous week, the band attended Inverness at the Euros. And came back, and a good number of the band had actually tested positive for COVID. So, uh, one of those things, I guess. So, yeah, the pandemic, it's still rolling on, you know, and it is still having an effect. And yeah, we've now seen it in our piping scene. So, yeah, St. Lawrence tool. Unfortunately, unable to compete at the All-Irelands this weekend, this past weekend, which would have been fantastic to see. So, we were treated to performances from Field Marshal Montgomery and Klaus Kelt, of course. Uh, so, yeah, lifting the top spot and the drumming title was Field Marshal Montgomery. So, All-Ireland Champions 2022. And also, shout out to Klaus Kelt as well, who had real stellar performances too. So, yeah, don't I count them. Klaus Kelt, definitely worth a listen. Hmm, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I have to say, absolutely bitterly disappointed uh, for the folks at St. Lawrence, who I'm sure were really eager to hit the grass at the All-Irelands. But, uh, hey, it's one of those things, I guess. So, hopefully you guys will all be back fighting fit very soon, and we'll see you back on the grass in no time. There you are. Alrighty. So, that was our All-Ireland Championships. And I have to say, by all accounts, that the venue was... Pretty much a roaring success. Everyone had real positive feedback uh, for the All-Ireland Championships. So, yeah, shout out to New Ross. What a fantastic venue. And, um, yeah, I'm looking forward to possibly getting there myself in the future. Yeah, we'll have to definitely attend that one. Alrighty. Let's move on, shall we? The Euros in Inverness. Now, you guys know that whenever we produced our specialist episodes that we didn't get into depth and everything about the results and everything. So let's just briefly run through them here initially then, shall we? Let's look at our drum majors first of all. Our European champions for drum majoring, starting with the juveniles, was Lewis Andersons from New Ross. Well done, Lewis Anderson. Not bad. Yeah, so that was your juvenile. Onto your juniors then was Georgia Turkington. Go on, Georgia. Not bad at all. And uh, onto your adults then. Yeah, you've probably guessed it by now. It was Cara Gilmer. So, yeah, Cara Gilmer finding a bit of success in recent weeks, lifting the Europeans as well as the All-Irelands this past weekend. So, yeah, Cara Gilmer showing some real strong performances there. So well done to Cara. And to everyone else, by the way, in that adult final there, definitely not an easy thing to make it through to any adults final uh, for drum majoring. But, uh, yeah, to get through into that prize list as well, well done, well done to everyone involved there, for sure. All right. 
Let's move on to our bands then, of course, starting with Novice Juvenile B. Uh, I have to give a, a shout to, of course, our European champions, the High School of Dundee. Now, I made a point of going to listen to this. And uh, <clears throat> go and have a listen to this. All right. I did have to search for it. I did find some little clips of it online. The High School of Dundee. Yeah, they had two firsts in piping and a first in drumming and definitely lifted that top spot convincingly. So well done to the High School of Dundee. Well-deserved European champions. And then to Novice Juvenile A, then we had Dollar Academy, who lifted the top spot, of course. And lifting the drumming then was George Harriet Schools. There you are. On to the Juvenile Grade then. Again, we had Dollar Academy lifting that top spot and with the drumming as well. So well done to Dollar. Quite a strong performance there in the Juvenile Grade of the Euros. European champions. On to Grade 4B, then, there's a band that I pronounce wrong all the time, but Kilbarkin. I hope I've got that right this time. But again, two firsts in piping and a first in drumming, not bad. Although they had a second in ensemble behind Danun Argyle, but still, yeah, had enough points to pull them into the top spot. European champions, Kilbarkin, not bad, guys. And so let's move on. Grade 4A, Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums! Our European champions, yeah, and the Drummond actually went to the Royal Borough of Stirling, who finished out fifth overall. So um, that was a bit of a surprise there, you know, to see them place in fifth, but managed to lift the Drummond. But uh, yeah, definitely a strong performance from Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums. Well done. On to Grid 3B. We had Mulgai, of course, who are European champions, and the Drummond in this grade went to Macanta Pipe Band. Yeah, who I've yet to hear. I haven't heard the performance from them yet, uh, but did check out Mulgai, and I also listened to Tweedvale and the Air Pipe Band Society, and all sounded really quite strong, actually, in Grade 3B. So well done, folks. Keep up the great work. Again, that kind of refers back to Word of the Week, which is progress. I'm, I am seeing signs of progress here. So yeah, well done to everyone involved in the prizes there in Grade 3B. <clears throat> on to grade 3A yeah in case you've been living under a stone the mighty Vale of Athol are European champions you are the Vale you not bad great result from the Vale uh, so it's great to see such hard work being yeah paying dividends there I suppose uh, so well done lifting the Euros uh, but the drumming went to Denny and Dunny Pace pipe band who finished out fourth overall uh, but I have to mention uh, a band they finished in third, but not many people are talking about but I have to draw your attention to it. Did you guys hear the performance from Johnstone in Grade 3A? Ooh, let's just say these guys played out of their skin. Yeah, Johnstone Pipe Band really impressed me in Grade 3A. Their piping was incredible. And yeah, I think it showed. Whenever you look at the overall sheets, uh, Johnstone finishing with two firsts in piping. A great performance. So, yeah, finishing in third overall. Um, so I think their drumming and ensemble placement pulled them into third. Uh, but definitely worth a listen to Johnstone there in Grade 3A. Yeah, not bad at all. Uh, but, yeah, have to give a mention to the Mighty Vale, of course, marching in there and lifting that European Championship. Well done to the Mighty Vale of Athol. All right, on to Grade 2 then. Lifting the top spot. Of course, you'll know it by now. It's the Royal Borough of Annan. Yeah, lifting that top spot. Not bad at all. With two firsts in piping and a first in ensemble. The drumming then went to Buck and Peterson, who finished second overall. Again, quite a strong 
uh, grade in grade two, like we'd mentioned earlier in the show. And also, I have to give a, a mention to uh, Worcester Kilty, who actually made the journey over from the US, uh, who played quite convincingly, actually, and managed to finish in the top six. So, not bad. Uh, they finished above bands such as the Kilcherman, Isle of Islay, Highland Granite, Mackenzie Caledonia, the Macals, and even Oban as well. So, well done to everyone there in grade two. Such a difficult grade. And, uh, yeah, to everyone who competed there on the day, full congratulations. You honestly deserve a pat on the back if you finished and the prize is there at all. Uh, so, yeah, well done to our European champions, Royal Borough of Anna. On to grade one then, of course, you already know by now, it was Inverary. And Inverary lifted it quite convincingly as well, with ones right across the board. Yeah, for two firsts in piping, first in drumming, first in ensemble, so quite a convincing win. Uh, second place went to Scottish Power. And again, two seconds in piping, second in drumming, fourth in ensemble, however. And the field marshal finished up third. Yeah, not bad. And then St. Lawrence in fourth, Police Scotland fifth in fifth, and the Boggies finishing in sixth position. There you are. So, not a bad grade by all accounts. Again, I have to stress there are some performances in here that will possibly go unnoticed. So I know people watch back at performances from competitions and they listen to the top two, top three possibly, and leave it at that. But there's some performances in this grade that really piqued my interest and they were outside of the prizes and I would like you to go and listen to them. Uh, Because, yeah, am I saying they're possible dark horses for the worlds? Quite possible. Uh, Number one on my list is Shots. Did you listen to Shots? (laughs) Oh, Yes, well I did, and I honestly thought they sounded incredible. So go and have a listen to shots at the Euros, I thought they were fantastic. Also, I have to give a mention to Police Scotland and Federation Pipe Band, and those new drums and everything from the British Drum Co, I think they're kind of coming into their own at the moment. I think they sounded fantastic. Real technical drumming as well, and in places it can get quite complicated, and... Yeah, it's really, really interesting music being played there by Police Scotland and Federation Pipe Band. And uh, also, I have to give a mention to everyone's favourite, of course, Fife Polis. <laughs> yeah, they're always a fantastic performance, definitely worth listening to. And they actually got a third in drumming as well, which was really quite cool. Uh, so, yeah, first in drumming was in Ferrari, second in drumming was Power, and then we had Police Scotland Fife. So, yeah, definitely worth a listen. So a lot of very interesting things happening there in Grade 1 at the Euros. Quite a mixed bag of results, I suppose, going on the previous form from competitions. Majors in the season. We're not seeing any band coming out on top and dominating. However, we have seen Inverary lift the top spot now a couple of times. So, yeah, do we think Inverary's going to march in there and lift the big in? That's hard to say at this point. Don't know. But uh, they certainly sound incredibly strong at the moment, so... Yeah, I dare say there'll be quite a number of people attending the pre-Worlds concert this year. <laughs> yeah, to see the mighty Inverary in the Glasgow Royal Concert Hall. Yeah, that'll be definitely a show worth to catch in. So well done to Inverary and District and European Champions 2022. Not bad at all. Alrighty, now that's enough of me reading out messages and such. Let's get into the rest of the news and updates then, shall we? 
So I just want to mention that I know that ahead of the calendar now, we are looking forward to, well, in this week's episode, we're going to be concentrating on the draw for the world. But also, we had published on the 22nd of June, a couple of weeks ago, uh, the draw for the Scottish. Now, if you are interested, you can go back and read through the entire thing. The full draw is up there now, uh, including an interesting entry uh, from is it Brisbane Boys College, who are actually going to be over for the Scottish Championships in Dumbarton. So uh, looking forward to hearing them ahead of the world's actually so i'm hoping they're managing to stay for the worlds i don't know yet i haven't looked at the draw i'll probably answer that question in this week's topic uh but yeah definitely go and have a look at the the draw for the scottish mix for some interesting reading we are seeing quite a number of bands making a push out for dumbarton ahead of the worlds so yeah the scottish championship draw is now out you can go and read it it's all up there now on the rspba org website. Also, I have to give a mention to the Ulster Pipe Band Championships. The draw for that has just been taking place, and I think we're still waiting on it being published at the moment. Um, I know the draw took place earlier this week. I'm just not sure if it has been published yet or not, but do keep your eyes peeled on the RSPBA Northern Ireland website, where the draw for the Ulster Championships, which are just around the corner as well, they will hopefully all be published up there. So, the Ulsters themselves take place on the 23rd of July in sunny Balamina, of course. Really looking forward to the Ulsters. It's always a great competition. And Balamina is always a cracking venue. If you haven't been to the venue in Balamina, please go to it. It's absolutely fantastic. So many great facilities around. Parking. It's very central. Just a great, great venue for the Ulsters. So looking forward to that. And then, of course, then the following week, then it's the Scottish in Dumbarton. Then the 30th of July. Awesome stuff. So... Let's get into the rest of the news and updates and stuff. Away from competition draws and winners and stuff and all that. Of course, I have to say, a happy Canada Day. <laughs> happy Canada Day! Of course, the 1st of July was Canada Day. And I have to give a mention to Simon Fraser University Pipe Band, who published quite an awesome video on their social media. I don't know if you'd actually managed to see it yet, but if you haven't, Please go along to SFU on their social media where the band published... Do you remember during the pandemic when we used to have all these little squares and everyone played inside a little square on the video? Well, yeah, SFU put together a video for Canada Day. So go along, have a listen to it. have to say... It was fantastic. Apparently, the, the concept for the video and all was all put together by Alistair Lee and the band. They'd all been working crazy hard on this video, so definitely go and have a listen to it. It's quite entertaining. So there you are. Shout out to SFU and to all of our good friends there in Canada. A very happy Canada Day. Also, to all of our good friends in the US, yeah, a very happy 4th of July. Hope you all had a great time. Now, we did ask you that if you were taking part in any celebrations, if you are playing a tune or two with your band, perhaps, or doing a parade or performance of some kind, then to send us your Rab Show selfies. And uh, we got a grand total of... <coughs> Zero. Uh, But hey, there was a few bands out there who did publish some video performances and stuff. Shout out to the Memphis Pipe Band, uh, who put out a little thing on the 4th and everything. So yeah, it was great to see that our good friends in the US there celebrating the 4th of July and uh, yeah, enjoying their Independence Day, I suppose. We've got public holiday over there. So yeah, full disclosure for myself, I actually managed to see some fireworks. Yeah, whenever I was away on vacation for the fourth. Yeah, that was fun. Anyway, I'm back now in the UK, I guess. So there you are. <laughs> anyway, moving on to another little news story. Now, this one is about Wallastone Pipe Band. Now, you folks out there probably well know Wallastone and District Pipe Band. And they're running a competition where 500 quid is up for grabs. 
Now, Wallace Dawn are one of those pipe bands that's been around forever. The band has been founded in 1887 and has been around ever since. The band has been around for about 135 years. And apparently, now I find this really hard to believe, the band has never had a tune named after the band. In all that time, 135 years, and the band has never had a tune written for it. So, the band, as a result of celebrating its big anniversary this year, 135 years in action, yeah, they're holding a tune-writing competition, which, yeah, the tune will be titled Wallace Stone Pipe Band. So, if you are interested in composing a tune for the pipe band to be called Wallace Stone and District, then, yeah... Go along and check them out on their social media where they have published all of the details of where you can enter. You can also send an email to the band secretary, who is Julie, Julia Kay. And, uh, yeah, she'll take all the details and everything and how you can enter. And uh, one thing they do ask is that, <clears throat> this is very important, that the score for the tune that you're writing has to be created in an easily read format and that handwritten scores and notations will not be accepted. Yeah, because apparently this has happened in other competitions before where tunes have been scrawled on the back of notepaper and they've been, in some cases, illegible and we haven't been able to read them at all. So they're asking that they are easily readable and, uh, yeah, there's various different rules and stuff in that, but that's basically the big one, that they can actually read the tune that you submit. So if you do happen to scribble one on the back of a beer mat, then maybe think about putting it into some score software or something so it's actually readable. There you are. So you also must be over 18 to enter uh, as of the 13th of August, uh, which is the deadline for all entries. So for more details, of course, on how to possibly win this 500 quid, then, like I say, check out Wallastone and District Pipe Band on their social media where they've published all the details. Now, Wallastone are one of those bands. I remember them from, from when I was no height. The band have been through all the grades from 4B to grade 1 and back again. And uh, they played at thousands of competitions, I'm sure, in their history. So definitely, it's one well worth supporting for sure. So there you are. If you are interested in picking up possibly a £500 prize money as well as known as your tune will be forever associated with a band that's been around for 135 years, that's not bad. Quite a challenge out there. So there you go. Also, at this point in the show, I have to give a mention to a good friend of the show, actually, Eric Evanhouse, who, of course, you guys know, composed uh, the incredible tune, The Big Rab Show Hornpipe. And for years, we opened our show on The Big Rab Show Hornpipe, written by Eric. And Eric is an absolute legend, by, by the way. Uh, well, yeah, he's actually written a brand new tune for the brand new pipe band, the City of Angels Pipe Band. And, yeah, I'm absolutely a fan of this. Eric sent it across to ourselves in The Big Rab Show, of course, and he published it out there on his own social media uh, for you folks to go and have a, list, a look at it and a try as well. Now... If you haven't heard the tune yet, well, you're just about to. This is absolutely a cracking tune. Now, the version I'm going to play to you right now also includes the harmonies and stuff, which have only just recently been completed, apparently. Uh, so I don't think this has actually been released yet, the harmony bit. But if you are interested in playing this tune along with the associated harmonies, then please do give us a shout. BigRabShow at gmail.com, or you can contact Eric Evanhouse direct as well. So without further ado, let's get into it. This is the brand new 6-8 tune composed by Eric Evanhouse for the City of Angels Pipe Band. <laughs> Thank you. 
Ah, there you have it. Honestly, a fantastic tune there, composed by Eric Evanhouse, the composer of the Big Rab Show Hornpipe, and good mate of the show. Yeah, it's a cracking tune, that, isn't it? Really catchy. So, yeah, the City of Angels Pipe Band, that cracking 6 8 March, I dare say, it'll be brilliant to hear the band actually play that, wouldn't it? Do you know what I mean? Like, if the band was to learn their own tune and play it on the march... Oh, wouldn't that be magic? So, yeah, anyone from the City of Angels Pipe Band listening right now, please try and learn that tune that was composed for you. It would just be magic to hear the band playing that. that would, oh, that would be brilliant. Anyway. All right, let's move on. I have to give a mention to Ross Miller. Yes, the Ross Miller band have put out some announcements of some upcoming dates, I suppose, for some summer gigs through the months of July and August. Uh, so they're all around the world, actually. So I think, uh, was it Czechoslovakia? I think they're, and Benbeculin and Glasgow. I think they're also going to the Monterey uh, games. I think Ross is going himself, not the band. Uh, but yeah, for more details on upcoming gigs from Ross Miller Music, just go and check it out. RossMillerMusic.com forward slash gigs uh they're announcing them as they get them i suppose and yeah just today actually they published a bit of a live performance video of the ross miller band trio can i just say it was amazing uh so (laughs) yeah you guys know i'm a huge ross miller fan and uh yeah looking forward to seeing him hitting the stage in the near future uh so for any ross miller fans out there if you do want to see him in concert like I say, check out RossMillerMusic.com and his gigs uh, page. Then, yeah, you'll have a full lineup of where you can go and catch him live in person. Indeed. Alrighty, I have to give a, another shout, of course, to Turf and District Pipe Bands, who were outperforming at a various little functions and things, and I uh, just wanted to draw your attention to it. That's why I'm giving them a shout. Uh, so, yeah, they published all of the kind of performance clips and stuff of the band performing at these functions, uh, so go and have a listen. Turf and District sounding really quite fantastic, with a lot of young talent in that band that just sound amazing. So, yeah, shout out to Turf and District, definitely worth a listen. Go and have a, a look at their social media where they publish the details now. Yeah. All right. Uh, For us here in Northern Ireland, but even around the globe, I'm sure you'll know about an upcoming festival that happens here every year, which is the William Kennedy Piping Festival in Armagh in Northern Ireland. This year, they've put out the announcement saying it's happening. It's going to be running from the 17th to the 20th of November in sunny Armagh. Now, for us piping fans, it's kind of a who's who of the trad world. Whenever it comes to Illin piping and small piping, Yeah, this kind of does read as a who's who. But for me, personally, there's some names in here that really drew my attention. uh, Such as Jarlath Henderson being one of them. Breesh Campbell. uh, There's another one, Rory Campbell as well, from Scotland. And there's some here from Italy and from Portugal. Some pipers from England as well. Uh, Brendan Murphy will also be making an appearance. You folks in the trad scene will definitely know who Brendan is. And we also have Alana McGuinness from Scotland. I'm not going to sit here and read you a hashtag list but just to let you know that the full announcement for the lineup for the William Kennedy Piping Festival is now available so it includes concerts workshops there's also some you know impromptu sessions I suppose all around Armagh City but there's also some lectures as well and uh, they're also going to be presenting this is something new the Mark Donnelly Ullen Piping Academy. Now this is going to be really interesting so if you're ever interested in lifting a set of Ullen Pipes Now's your chance. And uh, yeah, you can learn from bare bones scratch all the way up to advanced. So 
Go along, check out all the information. It's in WKPF.org, which is short for the William Kennedy Piping Festival. Uh, definitely worth a look. If you're a piping fan at all, especially in the trad and folk scene, then this one is for you. And uh, even for us as competitive pipers and drummers, I suppose, you can definitely gain a lot from this. I have attended a few events over the years from the William Kennedy Festival, and there's always some real good thumping tunes played from this. So... Yeah, can't recommend that enough. And hopefully, whenever November rolls around, we will be covering some things from this festival up and coming with a bit of luck. Yeah. So William Kennedy Piping Festival is on the way. Indeed. All right. Speaking of things on the way, the 16th of July is just around the corner and there will be another piping or pipe band gathering in South Africa. This one will be held in St. Benedict's College. Yes. So if you are interested at all, now this is just outside uh, Johannesburg, by the way. I just said St. Benedict's College. That could have been anywhere. But yeah, just outside uh, Bedford View, just outside Johannesburg. There you are. So if you are interested, and like our uh, emailer earlier said that if you want to go to a competition in South Africa, now you can. (laughs) There you go. For more information, go to Pipe Band Association of South Africa, PBASA, and uh, that'll all be held on the 16th of July, with the gates opening at 9.30. Now, we have yet to see details of what bands are entered for this, but by all accounts, we have heard that there will be quite a large competition uh, given its location just outside Johannesburg so looking forward to that so yeah hopefully we'll be reading out results from that in the near future so that's happening on the 16th of July indeed okay now I did mention earlier about a little performance clip and stuff from Turf uh, but now I have to mention Hawthorne Hawthorne pipe band now it's less than two weeks to go for their upcoming concert as part of the Melbourne Tartan Festival and yeah, the the concert's going to be called Legacy, right? And I can understand why. Whenever you've seen this clip from the band, oh my word. Hawthorne sounded amazing. Absolutely amazing. So do yourself a favor. Go along. Have a look at Hawthorne Pipe Band on social media where they've uploaded a little teaser clip. Let's just say. They haven't put up the full thing because, come on, you know, they're only ever going to put up little teasers. Uh, so, yeah. Do yourself a favour, go and check out that little clip from Hawthorne as the band are rehearsing and getting ready for their upcoming Legacy concert as part of the Melbourne Tartan Festival. Definitely go and check that out. As far as I know, the tickets are pretty much they're all gone at this point. So if you do plan to attend in person, then you may well be out of luck. Uh, but uh, yeah, shout out to the Hawthorne Pipe Band, sounding absolutely incredible. Do hope to hear a lot more from this. You know, I hope that this is not just the only clip we'll get. Uh, but yeah, hoping that the concert goes incredibly well on the 16th. And uh, yeah, we're looking forward to hearing more from that indeed. Hmm, with a bit of luck. <laughs> Alrighty, now I did mention earlier about Kilbarkin Pipe Band. I, I still think I'm pronouncing that wrong. Is it a Kilbarkin? No, Kilbarkin is the correct way. Anyway, apologies. It's a small village and it represents the you know population of about 3,000 odd people, I suppose. And, and uh, it's not a very big place. But the band have been recognised by local government officials for currently going undefeated. Yeah, so far this season, Kilbarkin Pipe Band, for all the majors they've attended, they've managed to win. Uh, so they've been honoured uh, by their local councillors and everything. And uh, yeah, the, the motion to honour the band was granted by all the local councillors and stuff. So which was awesome to see. 
So well done to everyone there to getting such recognition from your local councillors, which is fantastic. And I love it when this happens. You know, whenever a competitive pipe band representing an area gets recognised by their government officials, it's really quite cool. So, yeah, shout out to Kilbarkin Pipe Band. And yes, currently undefeated, Kilbarkin Pipe Band have been playing out of their skins. They're sounding so good at the moment. And uh, yeah, I hope that you guys have continued success rolling through the remainder of the season with the Scottish Championships and, of course, the big one, the Worlds. So, yeah, well, but hey, it's awesome to be recognised by a local council like this. It's just simply fantastic. Well done. Alrighty, now I have to mention Pipe and Live briefly this week because I do feel I'm going to be talking a lot more about Pipe and Live next week. And we'll get into the reasons why next week. But for this week, I just wanted to mention, Pipe and Live, their tickets are available now. (laughs) Alrighty, now there's one big gig that's happening on the 12th of August. I just have to mention it. I can't hold my tongue. This is just going to be incredible. Oh, my word. Have you guys seen this? The big concert that's going to be held on the Friday, the 12th of August, in the Old Fruit Market. Yeah, you're probably all nodding your head furiously right now going, yeah, seen it, Rab. Tickets are bought. Can't wait. Yeah. Rora, Ross Ainsley, and Bridge Campbell. Oh, my God. Yes, this is going to be off the chain. Can you believe it? Rora, Ross Ainsley, and Bridge Campbell all in one lineup at the old fruit market in Glasgow at this year's Pipe and Live. Now, this is, you know, I've heard people play this game before. You know, what's your ideal uh, concert or your ideal music festival who would you have as your headliner who would you have as your support act uh the headliner would be queen and the support act would be metallica or guns and roses or you know people give like their fantasy concert i suppose well this is one of these this is one of these we have rora for pity's sake that's worth the price of admission there but not only that you have ross ainsley and Breach campbell what are you serious <laughs> okay, I'm just a little bit excited about this, but you can be guaranteed that I will be front row for this show. 12th of August in the Old Fruit Market. Wow, as part of Pipe and Live, this is going to be insane. Oh, man. So, yeah, if you are interested at all, and let's face it, you should be, this concert will be incredible. Now, as to whether this concert will be included in the live stream coverage, don't know. I'm going to have to read into a little bit more about that, but full information Available now, pipeandlive.co.uk. Go and grab tickets for this event on the Friday if you can, because it's just going to be mental. All right. Now, I do know that a lot of people will be trying their best to stay sensible on the Friday night, you know, so they don't have a huge banging hangover for the Saturday when they're competing for the Worlds. But trust me, this gig is going to be incredible. You're not going to want to miss this. Wow. Rora, Ross Ainsley, Breeze Campbell. All right. You've took it. You've heard it from me. That that's up there. That's gonna be that's gonna that's gonna be possibly gig of the year right there. Wow. Anyway, <coughs> no doubt I will be talking more about pipe and live next week, and that's all I'm gonna say. All right. Moving on. I have to give a mention to the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland, who on the first of July on Canada Day uh, was actually performing at a little festival called the Dandelion Project. Yeah, there was a Dandelion project being held uh, in sunny Scotland and, of course, the National Youth Pipe Band were there performing at it. Now, I do believe this is the first outing by the National Youth Pipe Band uh, 
you know, since the new intake of new members, I suppose, uh, where we mentioned in a previous pod where these folks were told about their new, you know, new spots on the band, I suppose. So this also included not just the senior band, but also their junior development band. Uh, so, hey, it was brilliant to see the band with their first outing playing at, at the Dandelion Project, which was brilliant. And uh, they actually managed to publish out a few little clips and stuff of the band doing their thing. So shout out to everyone there at the National Youth Pipe Band of Scotland, putting on a great show there at a wee local festival. So brilliant to see. Alrighty. Now, I know I've already mentioned on previous pods, but I do have to give a shout to Kyle Warren. Yes, and his new album, Relentless, it's now available. If you are interested, you can go along to Kyle Warren on social media, Kyle Warren Bagpipes, and go and purchase your copy. I have played it plenty of times now on Fuse and probably will continue to do so. It's a cracking album. If you haven't had a listen to it yet, then you really are missing out. So go along, check it out. Kyle Warren Bagpipes and Relentless, definitely worth picking up. All right. Another music story that dropped while I was away on my vacation, actually. Uh, I have to give a mention to bagpipemusic.com. Yeah, where they've added quite a number of tunes um, from the one, the only, Pipe Major Bill Livingston. Yeah, there's been loads of tunes by Bill Livingston have all now been published on bagpipemusic.com. Wow. So... Do yourself a favour, go along to bagpipemusic.com and uh, yeah, we do know already that they have quite a library of tunes up there but they've just recently added 20 that were composed by Bill Livingston and by his father William Livingston Sr. So definitely worth checking out for sure because not only will you get the sheet music for it as well but you'll also get a recording of them being played. So yeah, I can't really stress enough how quite an awesome research that, uh, resource that is, uh, bagpipemusic.com. So, yeah, shout out to them. I continue to add to the library and, uh, yeah, in recent weeks there, music from Bill Livingston. Go and check that out. Alrighty. Okay, I have to give a mention to this week, another bit of a news story, actually, that dropped from the Royal New Zealand Pipe Band Association. They were talking about their summer school returning. Now, for full information on the summer school, including who the tutors are, I'm going to drop a few names on you here. We have Alistair McLaren, of course, Stephen Shedden as well. We have Adam McCollum, uh, Finlay Cameron as well. I'm just sprinkling a few names in there. Uh, but there will be some of your tutors involved, but not all of them. They will have a whole pile more as well. Uh, but for more information, of course, go along, check it out. All the details on the RNZ PBA website where they have links and everything of where, you know, where you can get how to get entered and everything and be a part of their summer school. The school itself will run uh, from Wednesday the 11th of January all the way through to the 15th of January. And uh, so, yeah, for full information, go along, check out the RNZ PBA. I just wanted to draw your attention to it, but just to let you know that it's actually happening. And it is happening. It's taking place and they are ticking enrollments right now. So, like I said, for more and full information, go and check them out on social media or indeed on their website. We'll full listings there on the summer school and all of their world-class international tutors are available. It's all up there now. Alrighty. Now, this is kind of close to the topic of the week, the world's. Uh, but yes, we've been waiting on this story for quite a while. BBC Scotland have finally confirmed that the world's will be live-streamed. Yes! Oh, you talk about such a relief. Now, we did mention it in previous shows that it was in doubt... And it was in jeopardy. And we were wondering, was this actually going to happen or not? Well, we now finally have it in black and white that the BBC plan to live stream the worlds. Now, as far as I know, this 
precludes to the broadcast on the Saturday. There's been a load of questions about the Friday. Hmm. And yes, thankfully that has also been confirmed as well. So, <laughs> yeah, there was a lot of rumours floating around whether the Friday will happen or not. But yes, as far as I understand, the live streaming will be taking place on both the Friday and the Saturday. So hopefully that'll take away from any rumours and stuff. So that, yeah, hope that answers all your questions. Uh, for more information, you can go to the World's official website, which is worlds.co.uk as far as I'm aware. Uh, you can go along and check it out where all the details on your live stream will be available. I don't think the official links to the stream have actually been published as yet. A lot of people have been asking me, Rob, where's the link for the stream? Where's the link for the stream? Uh, we don't know yet. Uh, but, but yeah, as soon as we know, we will certainly let you know. Uh, but as far as I'm aware, the details have not yet been published. But as they are, we will share them out. But just wanted to let you know on this week's show that officially the worlds will be live streamed online so for you folk around the globe who can't attend you can still tune in there you are fantastic news actually i'm really happy about that anyway moving on speaking of live streaming there has been a little bit of an announcement from the northern meeting now this is famously one of those competitions that is very notoriously hard to get to and not only that but yeah that's never actually been streamed before it's never been live streamed you've never really seen video content from this event and this past week or two yeah they put out an announcement saying that the northern meeting which is the world's greatest non-invitational indoor solo piping competition will be live streamed yeah now this is incredibly interesting so if you've ever wanted to see the highland society of london's gold medal and the silver star which is the former winners msr at the northern meeting in inverness now you have the chance now this honestly i can't oversell this this is a golden opportunity because this is one of the world's greatest indoor solo piping competitions that there is, if I'm honest. So, this will all be broadcast live from their home, which is an Eden Court Theatre, starting at 8am in the morning, September 1st. Starting with the gold medal at half 8, and then the silver star at 5pm. So, tickets for the online live stream uh, are the, pretty much the same price as if you were attending in person. It'll be £15, and you're going to get the full day's access. And, uh, yeah, like I said, that's starting from, you know, 8 a.m. in the morning, right the way through to the Silver Star at 5 p.m., and that rolls on until it's done. You know, the Silver Star is one of the competitions that I'll be really interested in seeing myself because the former winners, to actually be a part of the Silver Star competition, you had to jump through so many hoops, and you had to have actually won the A-grade MSR at the Northern Meeting to actually even be considered for it. So, yeah, there's a lot. Of, you know hoops and red tape and everything to even be a part of the silver star competition so uh yeah you're gonna have to watch this if you can so shout out to the northern meeting very excited about this i dare say this will be a competition that'll be watched by thousands across the globe because i think this is the first opportunity so uh for folks to tune in online so yeah, go and have a watch at that if you can. The Northern Meeting, if you are interested, of course, we will hopefully share out the details of that about that live stream as it comes up and uh, where you can grab tickets and everything. But there has been an article published about it on pipesdrums.com if you are interested, and I think they have the links in that available there too. So, yeah, shout out to the Northern Meeting. Going to be live streamed. I guess this is something that we're seeing more and more of now, I guess. There's more live streaming happening. Indeed. Yeah, interesting. 
Moving on, I have to give another little brief mention to the Belfast International Tattoo, who are continuing to remind us that the Belfast Tattoo is happening. It's the 2nd and 3rd of September, and uh, yeah, tickets are still available if you are interested. They are continuing to announce various little additions to the lineup and everything, so shout out to the Belfast Tattoo. If you are interested in going, then yeah, go and grab your tickets now and avoid disappointment. Quite an awesome event. Alright, I have to give a plug this week, and you know I love doing plugs every now and again, but uh, yeah, a plug for Simon Grant, who has released a brand new line of drumsticks from Rudimental Drummers. Now, if, you've, uh, if you're a drummer at all, you always love to test out new tech and new sticks, new pads, new harnesses, so yeah, Simon has a brand new line of drumsticks from Rudimental Drummers, and they look quite cool, actually. Uh, to celebrate that, um, Simon Grant actually put out a bit of a video performance of him playing with these sticks on his social media. And also, he provides the music for it as well, so you can actually drum along with the video at home. So if you are interested in checking out these brand new sticks, and of course that play-along video, then go and have a look at Pipe Band Drumming with Simon Grant on social media. Definitely worth a watch, for sure. Now, I don't know, if it, maybe it's just me. I love checking out new sticks and pads and harnesses. But I'm sure every other drummer out there listening right now will go, Ooh, new sticks, right? I'll have to have a look at these. Yeah, go and have a look at them. Simon Grant's new sticks, they actually look quite good, actually. Yeah, they are. Depending on your preference of drumstick, but I do like them. Yeah, I like the look of them. All right, moving on. I have to give a mention to the Monterey Scottish Games and Celtic Festival, which is happening Next weekend, yes, 16th and 17th to be precise of July. And ourselves here at the Big Rab Show team, we will be there. And we hope to see you folks there too. Yes, the Monterey Scottish Games and Celtic Festival in California. Ourselves and the Big Rab Show team, we're making the journey. So yes, we do hope to provide as much uh, coverage from this event as possible. As well, we're going to be producing a specialist episode of the podcast from the Monterey Scottish Games. So hoping to see you there. So hope to, uh, yeah, if any of you folks have any plans to go to the Monterey Scottish Games, please do give us a shout. It'd be great to see you. Uh, but not only are we attending the games, but there's also a kitchen piping competition. And I think as far as I know that the tickets for this uh, are already sort of half sold out. The venue's already about half full, but really looking forward to this competition. The kitchen piping is going to be incredible. And uh, yeah, it's got pretty much some of the world's top pipers playing at this. From Scotland, France, Canada and the US, it's going to be quite an interesting competition. And ourselves in the Rab Show, of course, we're there to cover everything as it happens. So shout out to the Monterey Scottish Games happening on the 16th and 17th of July. And uh, yeah, we hope to see you there. Indeed. So like I say, drop us in a message if you are planning on going to that and we'll do our best to meet you there in person and lift a pint with you. Yeah, in sunny California next weekend. Looking forward to that. Okay, have to mention then the Kids with Cancer charity night. Uh, yes, the past one that happened yeah, a few months ago now. Yeah, they finally put out an announcement saying exactly how much was raised at the last event. £9,500. Oh my God. Yeah, which is simply brilliant. So shout out to Gary Smith and everyone else involved there at the Kids with Cancer Charity Night. Yeah, nine and a half grand raised and one night's fundraising from Pipe Band Folk. That's simply amazing. Now, this ticks the combined total of fundraising over five years from Gary Smith uh, and co up to £48,300 for the Kids Cancer Unit. Now, that is simply incredible what a total 
And uh, yeah, I cannot wait for future events till we can get that total up, you know. Uh, for those interested, the, the documentary about the Field Marshal Drum Corps performance that was the highlight of the night, that documentary is still available. You can still buy tickets for it. Uh, we have shared out the link a number of times. But uh, yeah, all you have to do is go in through Eventbrite and type in Field Marshal Montgomery and I'm sure you'll find it. Or even type in Kids with Cancer and you'll find it there as well. But yeah, definitely worth the purchase. Um, So yeah, I think it's like a tenner, something like that. And every penny does go towards the charity. And yeah, you'll get treated to quite an awesome documentary of behind the scenes of how the drum corps reformed and performed again on stage in front of all those folks on the night. It was simply brilliant. So well done to Gary Smith and everyone there. Raising nine and a half grand. That's not to be sneezed at. Well done. Alrighty, and gig news. For you fans out there of the Red Hot Chili Pipers, you guys know that they're always putting out announcements of brand new gigs. Well, there's one such gig that's going to be happening here in Armagh. Yeah, the 17th of September, the O'Neill Pipe Band are going to be throwing a concert of the Red Hot Chili Pipers. This is going to be held in Basel Shields in Armagh. And for more information, of course, you can go along to the Red Hot Chili Pipers website or even you can check us out on the Rab Show social media where we've shared out the details of where you can go and get your tickets. And You can also, well, eventbrite.co.eventbrite.com dot ie i think it's not the dot co dot uk one it's the dot ie if you are interested in going along to basil shields and armad to catch the chili pipers that's on the 17th of september so only just around the corner indeed all right i have to give a brief mention to the ipba the irish pipe band association and their competition that they ran in Houth. yes i did mention it before i went off on my break uh yeah i just have to give a, a shout to the the winners of the competition at Houth. black raven managed to lift grade 4b and grade 4a went to arklow there wasn't a grade 3b competition unfortunately but on grade 3a that went to new ross grade 2 went to st joseph's as well as the open grade there you are so that was the competition in Houth for those of you who were interested indeed moving on to another little news story then i have to mention the creef Highland Gathering, which will be taking place on Sunday, August the 21st. Yes, and their tagline is, Solo Piping is Back! <laughs> yeah, and they're excited to see entries uh, to the Creef Highland Gathering, actually, from Canada, the United States, as well as Scotland. Now, this is perfectly placed in the solo piping scene, because it's just a few days before the Argyleshire Gathering. So, this will draw in quite a lot of big-name talent, to kind of let them stretch their legs ahead of their Gallagher gathering. So, for those of you interested in finding out more information, you can go along and type it into your search engine, of course, the Creef Highland Gathering. Yeah, it's going to be opening its doors on the 21st of August. So, for full information on how you can enter or even how you can attend as a spectator, you can go along and uh, check that out on social media and all the rest is all over the place. Creef Highland Gathering. Just very, very excited, actually, to see them opening their doors again. Indeed. Now, I know I said that I would only mention Pipe and Live once, but there was one uh, announcement from Pipe and Live this past week that really did pique my interest, and I, I know very little about this. And that's kind of what piqued my interest about this. The Eliza Ross Collection. Now, have you seen this? This is a, a book that will be launched at Pipe and Live this year. And uh, apparently it was compiled in 1812. It was discovered in Rasse House in 1954, and the collection includes 150 songs, instrumental dance tunes and Peabrook, many of which were unknown medleys and others of earlier well-known songs in the Gaelic language. So, yeah, apparently 
they they will be holding a big launch event and everything, which will be free, and you can just dander in off the street and check it out. Uh, the, but there'll be performances on the day by Dr. Angus MacDonald and friends. And, yeah, you, of course, the book's for sale, and you can go and grab a copy. This is intriguing, you know? Tunes from all the way back then that have never really seen the light of day, and now suddenly they're in this collection and being launched at Pipe and Life, the Eliza Ross Collection. Very interesting, and I do want to know a lot more about this. So hopefully I'll contact the folks at Pipe and Live. If they have any more info, I'll let you know about it. But yeah, collected in 1812 and then discovered in 1954. Honestly, fantastic. There you are. Alrighty, so as more information on that becomes apparent, I'll let you know. I have to give a mention to Kildog. Yeah, now a very brief mention to Kildog, because I've already mentioned them a wee times here in the show. Uh, but yeah, congratulations on having 4,000 followers on social media. Yo! Now that's on their Facebook page. A lot of folks are giving them a thumbs up and stuff. So yeah, just fantastic to see the band continuing to grow their social media following as well as their success in the competition circle. <laughs> Indeed. All right, I have to give a mention, I know I've already mentioned them before, but Tully Lagan. Now, there was a bit of a news story that dropped from Tully Lagan, which came out of the blue, actually. Uh, so, yeah, the band managed to hit the stage at the SSE Arena in Belfast, playing alongside the Rand Collective. Yeah. Now, you guys, I'm sure out there, will know who the Rand Collective are. They're a huge band playing in the Christian rock scene, and uh, they're originally from Bangor. Now, the band Tully Lagan hit the stage with the Rand Collective and played their recent track, As For Me. And, uh, yeah, what an incredible moment. I think the crowd absolutely loved it. And I think the pipe band themselves on stage couldn't believe that they were on stage. <laughs> Looking at their faces, they looked to be having such a good time. And uh, the tune itself, the, you know, the, the song that the band are playing, really quite catchy. So there you go. Go and check that out. It's up there now on Tully Lagan Pipe Band social media. A little clip of their performance and stuff with the Rand Collective Band. Definitely worth a listen. So shout out to Tully Lagan on stage at the SSE. Not bad at all. Not too shabby. All right. Yeah, you knew rightly I was going to talk about this. But Belfast Tradfest has finally announced its full lineup. Now, I did mention it a few podcasts ago that it was taking place. And uh, yeah, from the 23rd to the 29th of July. But now we have the full Lineup. The entire thing, start to finish, every gig, every workshop, it's all up there now. Belfast Tradfest, it's shaping up to be quite an awesome event. Now, like I said, there's concerts, workshops, talks, le- lectures, impromptu sessions, Kayleys, festival clubs. Way too much for me to mention. And uh, yeah, I'm not going to sit here and read a hashtag list, but there are some real standout events for us pipers and drummers of course there is the drumming workshop that is being held with gareth mcleese that's just going to be insane uh we also have a small piping um master class i think by breach campbell that's going to be happening on the 26th and 27th that's going to be worth its weight in gold as well breach campbell small pipes come on there's none better so yeah that's going to be fantastic. So the biggest headline event that's going to get all the publicity, I suppose, uh, is going to be obviously the big headline act, which is Sharon Shannon and her big band. So, yeah, the Sharon Shannon big band will be taking the main stage in the Ulster Hall on the 29th of July for Belfast Tradfest, along with a wealth of other talent. It's just going to be a fantastic event. So for full information, of course, go along to the Belfast Tradfest uh, website, which is BelfastTraditionalMusic.com. Full full listings and where to get tickets and whatnot to attend these events. 
yeah, it's just shaping up to be quite an awesome, awesome festival. So, yeah, Belfast Tradfest, that's going to be awesome, indeed. All right, I have to give a little mention uh, to a little competition that happened, of course, the Clasp in June. Yeah, so the June rendition of the Clasp uh, was won by Stuart Allen for Grade 1. It had Ben Hall for Grade 2 and Donald Morrison of Oban, who won the Grade 3. Now, that was all of their aggregate reward awards, I should say. Um, also, I have to give a mention to the Grade 1, 2, 4 March, uh, Strasbay and Real, and 6, 8 March, all went to Rebecca Patterson. Not bad. Yeah, so for full information on who won what and all of the grades and everything for the class competition, you can go and check out the uh, Piping Centre website for all your details on the winners and everything. But just uh, well done to everyone involved there in the class competition. This is a continuation, I suppose, of their kind of hybrid approach to the class competition. They're running it um, both in person and virtually, which is an interesting approach uh, for competitions. And... um, yeah, it seems to be working incredibly well. So well done to everyone there at the class, especially all the prize winners as well. So well done, everyone there. Fantastic stuff. Alrighty. Very briefly, I want to run a couple of little news stories. But just before we get into this week's topic, uh, the Piping Live Big Band is back again. Yes, they're going to be running the Big Band. And uh, if you don't know what I'm talking about, then... Don't worry, but it's basically basically a huge pipe band is formed during the Pipe and Life Festival and they march down the main street in Glasgow and they all raise money to the Bitson Cancer Charity. So they're all raising money for charity and uh, every member of that band, every participant or even a spectator of the band is encouraged to raise as much money as possible for a cancer charity. So there you are. For full information, go to pipeandlive.co.uk and how to be a part of it or how to even raise some money as well. Go along, check it out. It's on the Pipe and Live website right now. Full details are up there, including your deadlines and everything, uh, if you do want to be a part of that. Indeed. So that's available now. Also, Fred Morrison has announced some more tour dates. Yeah, Fred Morrison's going to be an incredibly busy guy uh, because he's going to the Festival International de Mundo Celtica de... Um, I can't even pronounce that. Yeah, I think he's going to Spain in July. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to Spain, uh, but I can't read that. Uh, but also then in August, of course, he's going to the Lorient, uh, where he's going to be doing a master class in Highland Piping, and he's also going to be putting on a few concerts and stuff as part of the Lorient Festival. And then he's returning home to do the Piping Live closing concert, of course, with Paddy Keenan. So looking forward to that. It's going to be on the 14th of August. So for Fred Morrison fans, go along to the Fred Morrison's website and, uh, yeah, Get your information off the website instead of me trying to terribly pronounce places and stuff. <laughs> yeah, sad ones for Fred Morrison fans, for sure. Awesome stuff. Alrighty, now I am absolutely sure there is news stories out there that I have missed. Uh, it's been a busy few weeks and uh, yeah, I've done what I can to catch up this week. And I have to give a special mention to Andrew Shilliday, who's really helped me this week and helping pull all the news stories together. Uh, so thank you to Andrew. And from all of the Big Rab Show team, honestly, uh, for the past number of weeks, we've put in quite a lot of work into the past couple of specialist episodes that we've done, uh, but also for this week's episode and future episodes that we are continuing to work on. Uh, Yeah, it's been a couple of tough weeks for us here in the Rab Show team, but we are doing our best to bring you as much and as detailed coverage as possible from the piping scene. All of that being said, we're about to get into it. This week's topic of the week is the World Championship draw. But before then, I think it's time for me to go and get myself a big cup of tea. It's time 
for the topic of the week. The British Drum Company is driven by their passion to create the finest marching drums for those who recognise and value the highest of standards. The Axial Series is the British Drum Company's flagship pipe band range. Axial's distinctive aesthetic owes much to its X-frame cage system. This futuristic hardware is designed to complement all of the amazing shell finishes on offer, such as the Phantom, Smoked Walnuts, and the very popular Merlin finishes, of which there are three new additions for 2022, Platinum, Violet, and Emerald. The bass and tenors now come with Georgian oak hoops, which feature their head stress management system, and wide mass claws for all-round better tension across the heads. The British Drum Company's Axial Series is innovation defined, designed and engineered for you to look amazing, sound amazing, and feel amazing. McLennan Bagpipes by North Carolina artisan bagpipe maker Roddy McLennan from Euston, Scotland. They don't strive to be the biggest, fastest or the cheapest. They do, however, meticulously craft a small number of warm and stable sounding instruments of heirloom quality. Roddy has followed this philosophy for over 30 years and continues to evolve with innovations like the Elevation Chanter. Designed with North American bands in mind, providing a lower pitch, rich harmonics and strong, clear projection, Elevation Chanters provide a stable platform for a thick band sound. Check out BespokeBagpipes.com for more information. McLennan Bagpipes, born in Scotland, made in the USA. Wallace Bagpipes, quality, pride and passion, made in Scotland. Proud bagpipe supplier to the Red Hot Chili Pipers. Visit wallacebagpipes.com for more information or contact your nearest dealer. Alrighty, here it is. Topic of the week. The reason you tuned into this week's podcast and uh, I've been avoiding this all day. So you're going to get my genuine reaction here uh, to the draw for the World Championships. Now, this is exciting for many different reasons. Um, I am very keen to see just how many bands have entered post-pandemic. Now, I dare say numbers will probably be down, I'm just guessing, uh, but I'm hoping they're not too far down. I am hoping to see quite a bump in numbers because looking at the draw for the Scottish Championships, as I mentioned earlier, uh, numbers were seem to be on the rise for the Scottish. So I'm hoping that that trend continues through to the Worlds here and we see quite a good turnout for the World Championships in all grades. And... Uh, yeah, that, enough of predictions, Rob. Just click on the button, all right? So, again, by way of a precursor, I have not read this yet. I have not looked at the draw. I've avoided social media. I haven't looked at any other source like Pipes Drums or Bagpipe News. None of that stuff. I've completely avoided all spoilers. So this is my true 100% reaction to the world's draw. Oh, man, I can't wait. Right, okay, let's get into it. Let's click the actual button. The draw can be found here. All righty. Uh, clicky and there it is it's a pdf okay and uh oh right we're straight into grade one um oh, oh right okay it's the msr for the friday 
Ah, right, I see what they've done here. So they've went in order of play, I suppose, and things do kick off on the Friday. So I'm looking here and immediately it's hitting me in the face. There's 14 bands here in total. Uh, we have 70th Fraser Highlanders are hitting the circle first. Yikes, that's not... Uh, yeah, a lot of bands in Great One, they never like to get drawn first. Uh, so, yeah, 78th, kicking things off. They're Fraser Highlanders from Canada, so looking forward to seeing them, actually. Uh, so we mentioned them earlier in the show, actually, too. So, yeah, good stuff. Then we have Simon Fraser, SFU from Canada, making the trip over. Awesome. Uh, so they're straight after the 78th. So we have an opener on the Friday uh, yeah, 10.45am on the Friday morning, 70th Fraser Highlanders with their MSR, and then straight after that, SFU, not a bad morning. Then after that, we have Boghall, nice, then Klaus Kelt, uh, who'll be making their Grade 1 debut in the World Championships on the Friday, so yeah, looking forward to that, good luck to Klaus Kelt. Uh, the City of Dunedin as well, making another debut in Grade 1, so yeah, making the trip from the US, awesome stuff. Then we have uh, Scottish Power, Inverary. Inverary, middle of the pack there. Yeah, drawing 7th out of 14, so right smack bang in the middle. Good draw for Inverary. Um, and it's worth for par too, yeah. And then this, St. Thomas alumni, straight after the mighty Inverary. Uh, so St. Thomas making their grade 1 debut as well. So that, awesome to see St. Thomas, looking forward to that. Uh, then we have Shots, of course. Then Field Marshal, Police Scotland, Fife, Johnstone. Police Scotland and Federation, and then finishing the MSR comp on the Friday is St. Lawrence. And that, that's your grade one lineup. 14 bands. That's great. And then we've been used to the usual 10 so far all season. So it's great to see four bands coming in here. Uh, so two from Canada and two from the US. So 78th, uh, we have the same SFU, we have City of Dunedin and St. Thomas. There you are. So some new additions in there. So that's good. That's a positive. It's not as great as it could have been. You know, we've no bands in here from Australia or New Zealand or for anywhere else for that matter. So, yeah. Mm. But I guess this is post-pandemic, you know. And honestly, I take that as a win. Having 14 bands in there at all, that's fantastic. Yeah. So I do think that's a positive. It could have been better. Could have been better. But also could have been worse, you know. With, uh, you know, travel arrangements and the expense and everything that goes with it. We did think that numbers would be down, I guess. And, uh... Yeah, like I guess it could have been better, I suppose, but it could also have been worse. So I'm seeing this as a win, you know. I don't know, forever the optimist. Uh, on to the next page then, we have Grade 1 medley on the Friday. That starts at quarter to two and keeps the same order of play, from what I can see here. Uh, yeah, it does, keeps the same order of play. Starting with the 78th and finishing with St. Lawrence. There you are. So that's your Friday competition. Uh, so, yeah, as I say, numbers for Grade 1, 14 bands. It's great to see the usual 10 in there, juking it out with an additional four. Uh, three, uh, sorry, two from Canada and two from the US. And uh, so, yeah, with Klaus Kelt, Dunedin and St. Thomas all making their Grade 1 debuts, that's going to be quite exciting to watch. It's going to be an interesting grade, for sure. I don't think it's going to be just as easy as everyone says. I said, oh, you know, it's going to be the usual top three and all the rest, and that's it, dead boring. I think we're going to see a bit of a mixed bag. Over the past few competitions, especially in the majors, we have seen moving and shaking um, in the positions and stuff. There has been, and Verary, obviously, have been incredibly strong, and so have Field Marshal, and so have the usual bands that we normally, you know, juke it out whenever we're talking about the top three and four bands. Uh, so, yeah, the usual names are in there, but they are... You know, swapping and changing. There is a little bit of fluctuation there. So, 
Yeah, I guess we'll get into Worlds predictions after we get the Scottish Championships out of the road in Dumbarton. And yeah, we'll record our Worlds prediction show. But there you go. That's the Friday. Not bad. My overall opinion from that, 14 bands. That's not bad. I'll take that as a win right there. Honestly. A lot of bands there I'm actually excited to see. So looking forward to that. All right. <clears throat> on to the next one uh, alright we're into our drum majors now starting with the juvenile drum major final um, we have three heats in there not bad Yeah. so looking at the first heat with four drum majors second heat with three third heat with three so there you are so not a bad turnout by drum majors in the juveniles yeah so with three heats overall uh, on to the next page then looking at the junior drum major final uh, they don't have any heats for those so yeah with two finals in here so not bad with three juniors in each again not a bad turnout again all right moving on then to the adults oh <laughs> what's this all right adult drum major final um all right how many heats have we got here one two three four five six oof all right hold on i got that wrong didn't i with the juniors there's two heats for the juniors and then a final whoops read that wrong but then the adults have six heats what oh wow there's quite a number of you in here for the adult drum majors uh, let's read through the list then, shall we? We have Liam Renton uh, from Inverary, Kevin Renton from Johnstone, James Kennedy from Klaus Kelt, Andrea Stevenson from Grancha, Jamie Couples from the MacCals, and McGraham Wilson from Penuickan District, Lauren Hanna from Loman Clyde, Andrea McCon Gibson from Battle Hill, uh, Michael Bender from Royal High, yeah, and we have Ryan Murdoch from Johnstone, Jason Pacquio from SFU is making the trip. Excellent. We have Emma Barr from Field Marshal, uh, Michael Leach from Port Leithan and District, Jason Price from Rivara, Cara Gilmer uh, from Police Scotland and Federation, uh, Vicky Singer from McDonald Memorial, uh, Jordan Hamlet from St Lawrence, uh, Sarah Patterson from The Vale, Andy Lyon from the Royal Burles Sterling, Katie Bicker from Marlacou, Catherine McKeown, of course, from Battle Hill, Kevin Conquest from Mesa Caledonia. Go on, Kevin. Uh, we have Gertrude Van Roos, otherwise known as Bob. <laughs> from the Dutch Pipes and Drums from the Netherlands. Um, we have Gib Fraser from Royal Borough of Annan. That's a huge turnout for adult drum majors. Ooh, that's a lot. That is a lot. Now, and Yeah, that's a huge turnout for drum majors. I wasn't expecting that. And quite a number of names here from international folks as well, from Netherlands, and of course, Jason from Canada. And we have Kevin, of course, who's making the trip over from Mesa, Caledonia. Awesome. This is great news. A fantastic turnout for adult drum majors. And hey, good luck to everyone. Six heats to get through. And then you get through to the final and then you have to go again. Oh, yeah. Good luck to you, folks. That's going to be quite a stiff competition there for sure. So good luck, everyone, there for your adult drum majors of the world. Uh, That's not going to be easy. All right, that was a surprise, actually. So there you go. Moving on, next page. Uh, we have Novice Juvenile B. And in here, wow, look how many bands there is. Okay, 14 in here all together. We have Open High School Development Band, St. Columbus School. Uh, we have High School of Dundee that I mentioned earlier. We have Brundisland Pipe Band or Brunt Island. I call them Brundisland. Uh, we have Open High School, Gordon School, Lockgilly High School, Renfrewshire Schools, People's Ford Bog Hall. Preston Lodge is going to be there. North North Lanarkshire Schools, Bucksburn District, West Lothian Schools, and the Isle of Arran Music School. Wow, that's a great turnout for a novice juvenile B. So so many schools involved in that. That's fantastic. That grade starts at quarter past nine in the morning and finishes at eleven in the morning. So that's 
yeah, quite a lot of competition taking place. Yeah, 14 bands in total in Novice Juvenile B. Good luck, everyone. Yeah. All right, on to Novice Juvenile A, the next page. That's a little bit shorter. We've only five bands in this grade, but still a good turnout all the same. West Lothian Schools, Dollar Academy, George Harriet's, George Watson's College, and Sterling and District Schools. There you are. That's your five bands in Novice A. Not bad. All righty. Oh, here we go. Grade 4B, next page. Oh, there's a qualifying. Oh, this is a good sign. Right, so qualifying one, there's 14 bands in here. Now, that tells me that they've reached the threshold. They're over 24 bands. That's incredible. So they've had to run a qualifying here. Oh, that's such good news. All right. (laughs) Before I skip ahead. Oh, that's amazing. That's so good. All right. Well, it's so good as a a spectator. I suppose it's not good for the competitor because now it means that you might have to play twice. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> if you qualify for the final. All right, Rob, calm down. Grade 4B. Uh, let me see. Right, for the 14 bands for the qualifying one. 47th Coulter Boys Brigade. Yeah, we have Dumfries. Uh, ben Gorm Highlanders from Canada. Oh, I haven't heard them. I'll have to have a joke at them. Ben Gorm Highlanders from Canada. Yeah, class. We have Troon Blackrock. Excellent. Uh, we have Brisbane Boys College. Yes, from Australia. Nice. Now, I, and the reason I'm celebrating this is because... Uh, not only now they're playing at the Worlds, but they're also playing at the Scottish uh, Championships in Dumbarton. Like I mentioned earlier in the show, they were entered for that and they're staying and they're playing at the Worlds. That's great news. So we're going to get a chance to see them twice now in competition. Possibly three times if they qualify for the final. So good luck, guys. That's great. All right. Uh, after that, we have Hollymount. Excellent. We have Greyfriars, uh, Pipes and Drums. We have the Sons of Scotland from Canada. Yeah, I think I've heard them before. They're actually quite a strong band there. Yeah, interesting. That'll be good to hear them. Uh, so we have Tyne Castle, we have Dunoon Argyle, Tully Allen, and we have Barhead and District Kilbarkin, and First Largs Boys Brigade. And that makes up your Grade 4B Quali 1. Excellent. And if anything, yeah, seeing bands of international climb, two from Canada, one from Australia in there, that's quite an interesting mix in there. So, yeah, excellent. So that's a qualifying one for Grade 4B. Not a bad competition there for the qualifying. Be interesting to see who will come out on top on that and actually make it through to the final. Yeah, that's quite a quite a difficult qualifying band there. So let's move on to the next page. <coughs> Excuse me. All right, qualifying two. Ah, yes, they have 28 bands in total. So that's what made them run a qualifying. Makes sense. All right, so qualifying two starts at 9 o'clock, same time as qualifying one. So they're all happening at one time. So we have the Vienna Pipes and Drums from Austria. They're a cracking band. I have heard them before and uh, at previous competitions in person. Very strong band. Yet. So looking forward to seeing them. So Vienna Pipes and Drums, definitely worth a watch. Old Meldrum, then RBL straight after, followed by Surla and District. Then we have the People's Ex-Servicemen's Pipe Band, followed by Stockbridge and then Fraserburgh, RBL, Paisley and District, RBL, East Kilbride. We have the City of Discovery, Irvine Memorial, Govan Schools and Community. We have Altnave Memorial, Black Raven, uh, of course. Yeah, we mentioned them earlier in the show. And we had First Trin Boys Brigade. And that makes up your Grade 4B competition. 28 bands in total. Now, there's one band in here that I'm not seeing. And we've seen various announcements from them online and stuff that we were expecting to see them. And that was the Sons of the Holy Land pipe band. They don't appear to be entered. 
Um, or at least they're not in the draw here. Uh, we did see announcements from them, and we spoke about them previously in the Rab Show, saying that how exciting it would be to have a band all the way from the Holy Land coming to play at the Worlds. And they were graded in Grade 4B, but they don't appear to be entered. Um, so this is what happens whenever you get my live reaction here. I probably should have looked at this first. But no, they're not listed here. And all uh, 28 bands in Grade 4B, the Sons of the Holy Land, are not one of them. Hmm. Not sure what happened there. That's interesting. So, yeah, I don't know. As far as I've seen announcements from the band saying that they were entered and expecting to travel to the Worlds and compete and everything, but they're not listed here as a competitor on the qualifying. So, I don't know what's happened there. I guess we'll have to find out. Then the next page, of course, explains how, yeah, the draw for the Grade 4B final will work out. So, there you go. That makes perfect sense. All right. On to the next one. Grade 4A. And they're just running a final. Uh, 23 bands in total. Alrighty. Okay, so again, they didn't reach that threshold quite of 24. So they couldn't split it. So they have just a final of 23 bands. That's quite a big grade, though. You know, when you're considering it's the same, you know, four judges doing one grade of 23 bands. That's a difficult task, you know. Especially, you know, 23 performances... And then you have to try and sort them in their, you know, correct placings and stuff. Not easy. So let's briefly run through them. We have Lower Clyde Pipes and Drums, Kintyre Schools, Kinross and District, Camlon and District, Grantia, Royal Borough of Stirling, Strathendrick, the Vale of Athol. We have Rafo Ulster Scots. We have Rothsay and District, Penuick and District, Uddingston, Strathclyde, Kirkcaldy and District, Royal High, Coulter and District, Durham Regional Police from Canada. Yeah, nice one. And we have William Kerr Memorial, Brisbane Boys College, nice, from Australia, they're going to be there. We have Clock Finn, of course, we have Northwest Junior from USA. Northwest Junior, I don't think I've heard them before. Hmm, I'll have to check them out. Uh, then Bally Bully, Pipe Band, Kildog, of course, who've been having a real pretty strong run of things. And then also the Highland Thistle from Argentina. Now, I did hear that they were making rumblings about attending the world's so it's awesome to see their name included in that list. So again, Grade 4A showing quite a number of international bands here with Canada, Australia, United States and Argentina all represented in here. However, I do believe numbers are down for 4A. Normally we would see a qualifying being ran for 4A. So again, disappointing to see numbers down, but it's pretty much expected at this point. Alrighty, so that was 4A. Good luck to everyone there. If you come out in the top 5 or even the top 10 out of 23, you deserve a medal. <laughs> so there you go. Good luck, everyone. Alright, on to the next page then. The Juvenile Final. Yes, we have four bands in total, as expected, I suppose. George Watson's, Preston Lodge, Dollar and St. Thomas Episcopal School from the US have a juvenile band in there. And we were expecting them. Yeah, so they are. That'll be an interesting mix in there. Four bands in total, and any one of those bands could lift it on the day. So good luck, everyone, there in that juvenile grade. Standard there is just stupidly high, so good luck, everyone. All right. Scrolling on to the next page. Grade 3B final. Ooh, no qualifying for this either. Ooh, numbers are down. Numbers are down. Okay, I was hoping for more in 3B here. But we've 17 in total, which is, again, not bad. Not bad. So we have Tweedvale, Ocaran, Scottish Borders, the Pipes and Drums of the Scots Guards Association, 
Uh, we have Methylone District, uh, Kolobaki, Air Pipe Band Society, again, Macanta. I've yet to hear the performance from them, so yeah. We have Mid Argyle with the Royal Scots Dragoon Guards, Pipes and Drums. We have Glenrothes and District 2010, Ebrador, Pitlockery and Blair Athol, Arbroath, Mulgai, Major Sinclair. Go on, the Sinclair! Yep. Have to give them a shout. Uh, we have Ross and Carmarty, Pipes and Drums, and the Cleland Memorial. And that's your 17 bands. So, um, yeah, again, 17. I was expecting more in Grade 3B. Normally we would see quite a jump in numbers where a lot of international bands would fill the ranks there in 3B to try and juke it out for that title. But uh, not this year. Not this year. So the whole grade starts at half nine in the morning and finishes at half eleven in the morning. And that's it. Your day's done. You have to wait all the way through until 6pm that night until you get your results, whether you win or lose or draw. or You know what I mean? Yeah, that's going to be a long day for folks there in Grade 3B and quite a tough competition. So good luck, everyone. All right, on to the next page. The grade I want to see. Is there a quality? No. Oh, I was not expecting that. Um, 21 bands? Eee. Okay, I guess this is the sign of the times, I guess. Um... <clears throat> okay, I don't really know what to say. I'm kind of shocked by that. I was expecting quite a number of bands in 3A. This was the grade where I was hoping to see a good jump in numbers. Hmm. 21 bands. Okay, well. <laughs> hey, you're getting my live reaction here. And, uh, yeah. All right, I'm not going to edit this. Um, okay. In first then, kicking the grade off, we have Johnstone. And uh, yeah, definitely a stellar performance from them there at the Euros. Go and have a listen. Uh, we have Stockbridge and Brookshane and District. Yeah, nice to see them. Uh, the City of Newcastle, a City of Inverness and Turrifan District that I mentioned earlier. We have Clocker and District, Tully Lagan. Go on, the Lagan. Yep. I have to do that. Uh, we also have Deeside Caledonia, Vale of Athol. Oh, great to see the Vale. We also have the Highlanders, Four Scots. Yes. Denny and Dunny Pace, Pipe Band then. We have the Royal Borough of Stirling. Then McNeilstown, Colin Kill, Colburn, IOR, Mackenzie Caledonian, Kilmarnock, Dunbar, RBL, Buck and Peterson, and Matt Boyd Memorial. That's your 21 bands. Now, I know that this show is pretty much me hashtag reading a list, but honestly, this is my reaction to seeing the draw firsthand. And there is quite a number of bands here in 3A, especially from international climbs, that I was really hoping to see. And there's quite a number from the US and Canada, and even from New Zealand and Australia too, that I thought would have been making the trip for 3A. But clearly not. Um, Yeah, I don't know. I'm just really surprised by that. I was thinking that there would be a bigger entry for Grade 3A. But, hey, there you go, 21 bands in total. And again, if you come out on that top five at all, that's worth its weight in gold right there. So good luck, everyone, in 3A. Seriously competitive grade, however, not a seriously international grade, I should say. Um, But, hey, there we go. We'll move on. I guess it's an effect of the pandemic, I guess. All right, please tell me grade two has season up. Oh, it does. 19. Oh, I'm happy now. All right, 19 bands in here. All right, who's our new additions? Oh, this is great. All right. <clears throat> Kicking things off, the LA Scots is coming over. Yes, the LA Scots are making the journey, and they're going to kick off our Grade 2 final. Nice. Then we have Manor Cunningham, of course. Looking forward to seeing them. Then we have Highland Granite, 
Excellent. And then Peel are making the journey. Peel Regional Police from Canada. Nice one. Oh, looking forward to that. All right, excellent. Then we have Kilcherman, the Isle of Islay, uh, the Mac Cals, of course. Then we have Oban. Excellent stuff. Then we have St. Mary's Derry Trasna. Excellent. Port Leithenland District, the city of Edinburgh, Uddingston, Buxburn and District, Wollaston and District, City of Discovery, the Royal Borough of Annan, Ravara, St. Joseph's, North Stratton. Whoa, North Stratton's making the trip over. Ooh, that'll put the cat amongst the pigeons right there. <laughs> oh, looking forward to seeing North Stratton. Uh, and then we have Buck and Peters in there. Yeah, excellent stuff. Hey, that's a great grade. Ooh, boys and boys. Yeah, I'm oh, very happy to see L.A. Scots mixed in there, along with North Stratton. Eh? I'm a bit of a fan of North Stratton, actually. Looking forward to hearing them. Uh, but also to see Peel again in person. That's, the hey, that's excellent there. A lot of great bands in here. Yeah, that's going to be an incredibly difficult grade. Whew, don't know. Um, yeah, I'm not going to start talking predictions just yet, but that's a tough grade there. Starts at 1pm and finishes at around 20 to 4, I suppose, in the afternoon. So, yeah, that's mm, 19 bands in total, and good luck to your judges trying to separate them. That's not going to be an easy feat by any means. Yeah, 19 bands. Not bad. Not bad for grade 2, I guess. All right. And then, of course, we're on to the Saturday draw for Grade 1. And we have the 14 that came across from the Friday. But the order has changed, I suppose. Uh, so on the Friday order of play, we have Shots, 78th, Scottish Power, Pol- Police Scotland 5, Police Scotland and Federation, City of Dunedin. Field Marshal are now middle of the pack. Yeah, there we go. They have drew 7th on the Saturday. And then we have uh, St. Lawrence straight after them then on, yeah, an 8th position there. And then Inverary. So there's three top bands all packed in together. So Field Marshal, St. Lawrence, Inverary, bang, 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 one after the other. Yikes. And then we have <laughs> we have the Boggies, then Kloss Kelt, then St. Thomas, Johnstone. Finishing the day on the Saturday is SFU. Now, some people say... That, yeah, and I've just said it there, I guess. That middle of the pack is the ideal draw. And, you know, that, that's kind of what I've heard through the grapevine. If you're getting a draw for the world, you don't ever want to start the grade. And you don't ever want to finish it either. You always kind of want to be in that middle of the pack there. So, on the Friday, Inverary in that, definitely middle of the pack here. But then the following day, Field Marshal, definitely middle of the pack. So, two of the strongest bands, I guess, getting favourable draws in the middle of the 14. So, hmm, going to be a very interesting competition. Now, so, hi, I know that these draws are done completely at random by, you know, drawing numbers out, and that's just the way it fall. So, yeah, that makes for all the more interesting competition. So, 14 bands in grade one, and my overall feeling is, after reading the draw, I'm definitely impressed by the number of bands in Grade 4B. That was a great turnout, especially for the drum majors as well. What an excellent turnout for adult drum majors. Six heats in total? Wow. But, um, yeah, I'm yeah badly disappointed uh, by the likes of Grade 3B and 3A. I was expecting to see quite a bump in numbers for both those grades. And, yeah, only 21 in 3A and 17 in 3B. Yeah, that's not great, but hey, I guess that's the pandemic for you. I get, you know, we are rebuilding after two years of nothing, and I guess this is us rebuilding 
you know, and brings me back to that word of the week that keeps repeating itself. Progress. We are starting to see signs of progress. There's a lot of bands in here that we didn't see at the start of the season, you know. And now all of a sudden, they are. They're ready. They're out there competing and will be juking it out for that world title. So that is progress. However, when you compare our 2022 World Championships to our 2019 World Championships, I'm not going to do the mathematics here or anything, but I can already see that the numbers are down uh, on grade on grade, I suppose. And also for international bands, yes, it's great to see there are quite a number of bands coming over from the US and Canada, but I... I can't see any bands here from Australia or New Zealand or South Africa or, yeah, any other claim, I suppose. I suppose it's a band there from Argentina. Uh, so, yeah, stuff that Rab got wrong. But, um, yeah, my overwhelming feeling is that the international element of this year's World Championship is a bit lacking, I suppose. Yeah, but I guess, again, another hangover from the pandemic. Bands haven't been able to fundraise in order to get to the UK to juke it out for the Worlds. So, hey, what can you do? If anything, I think that this year will be the rebuilding year. I do hope on hope, after we crown our world champions this year, that 2023 will see a massive increase in bands. I already do know that there's quite a number of bands possibly listening to the podcast right now that are saying, hey Rob, don't worry, we'll be there next year. And I do know that there's quite a number of bands, especially, as I mentioned, from Australia and New Zealand, who are making that plan to head to Glasgow. They just weren't going to be able to make it this year due to, well, travel restrictions, COVID, and funding, I suppose. The the actual financial element of it is, yeah, incredibly difficult. Um, But, yeah, I do know on good authority that there's quite a number of international bands who have plans to go to the world. I was hoping to see them this year. But I do know that they will definitely be here next year for the Worlds. So that will make it an incredibly interesting competition. After a year of rebuilding in 2022, where will we be this time next year? When I'm reading out the draw for the Worlds next year, will we see a huge increase in numbers? I hope so. I hope so. Now, as much as I'm saying, you know, Grade 3B with 17 and Grade 3A with 21 is a disappointment, it's not a disappointment. At all. Whenever you consider we haven't had a world championships in two years. And we've had no competitions at all. Me complaining about 21 bands in the grade 3A circle. uh, Seriously? I should be ecstatic right now. And I am. I'm dead excited for the worlds. I am really looking forward to it. And uh, yeah, you guys know the world championships is our Christmas every year. We live for this. And it's so good to see it back again. Uh, So for all the bands who handed in your paperwork and managed to get entered and drawn and everything, we cannot wait to see you. And uh, yeah, we dare say our World's Prediction podcast in the future will be quite an interesting one to listen to. But yeah, we're going to get the Scottish Championship out of the way, first of all. But uh, yeah, um, if we hear more information about any other bands who should have been entered and weren't entered and drawn and not drawn... All this sort of stuff, of course, we'll keep you updated. But that was my live and full reaction to uh, yeah, me opening the link for the World Championship draw. Now, I'm sure over the next coming weeks, I will have more thoughts and feelings on it, of course. And I'm sure there will be other outlets as well who will publish their own uh, opinion pieces. I'm sure Pipes Drums have already done an article on it and probably Bagpipe News as well. 
And there's probably a few other reputable outlets as well that have uh, published opinion pieces on the World Championships draws by now. Uh, but this is mine. And yeah, numbers are down. I don't know mathematically just how far down they are, but they certainly are down quite a bit. Uh, but it is to be expected, in my opinion. There is There are some positives to take from this. Let's face it, in Grade 1, there's three bands making their Grade 1 debut here. That's quite special in itself. Uh, so good luck to those bands. Uh, so, yeah, I dare say it'll be quite an exciting year for quite a number of reasons for our World Championships. Uh, but it'll also be disappointing for a number of reasons also. Uh, but I guess we're rebuilding. You know what I mean? I dare say, like I said earlier in the show, we are going to get some weekly drones on this. <laughs> so if you'd like to send me your own opinions on what you believe... Uh, or what you think about the World Championship draw for this year, then please do send them in to us. TheBigRabShow.com forward slash Weekly Drone. That's where you go and do it. It's completely anonymous. There's no identifying things at all, so no one can pick on you. Uh, So, yeah, you can send it in to us and let us know your thoughts about the upcoming World Championships. If anything, I'm dead excited to see all these bands hit the grass and uh, juke it out. But, yeah, it could have been more of an international affair, I guess, but... Hey, that's the pandemic for you. It's been affecting everything for the past couple of years. So the fact that these bands could put brogues on the grass at all is just incredible news. So, yeah, I cannot wait till the gates open in Glasgow Green. Yeah, and we can celebrate our incredible piping and drumming. Oh, cannot wait. Cannot wait. All right, so bring on the worlds. It's Yeah, it's going to be absolutely off the chain. And we'll bring on next week's episode, I guess, as we prepare for the Monterey Highland Games, as we're getting ready to head across to California. Ourselves here on the Big Rab Show team are all jet-setting around the globe, of course, over to California to cover everything there at the Monterey Scottish Games. Because here in the UK, we're taking a little break from competition at the moment. This is kind of the two-week break in the middle of the season. Uh, So we're taking advantage of that free time, and we're heading across to the US. Uh, So looking forward to that. So we'll be preparing uh, for, yeah, (laughs) all of that next week. So, yeah, we'll catch up with you again, of course, on next week's Big Rab Show podcast. Don't forget, as always, you can always go and click support on our Patreon page. And like every other podcast out there, yeah, we know, we have a Patreon page. So if you would like to, but you don't have to, you can click on support and be part of the Patreon faithful and you'll get your hands on loads of extra content. So don't forget, you can also check us out on Fuse FM Balamoney every week. And if you do happen to miss us, then you can catch, yeah, our catch-up episodes over there on Patreon. Yeah, indeed. Two hours worth of live radio every single week on Tuesday where we thump out some piping goodness every week live on the radio. And then, of course, we're here on the pod every week for free on a Wednesday uh, chatting about everything in the piping world. So where else would you be? So that's it for another Rab Show podcast. It's great to get back behind the steering wheel again. And uh, yeah, <laughs> it's good to be back after a bit of a family vacation. Uh, so don't forget, as always, you can always email us in bigrabshow at gmail.com. We'd always love to hear from you. And uh, yeah, we will see you back here on the Big Rab Show pod next week for even more piping and drumming shenanigans. Until then, we'll see you next week. All the best. Well, that's it for another Big Rab Show podcast. Thanks so much for downloading this week. And a special thank you to our sponsor, G1 Reads. Played by bands around the world, they are the champion's choice. Played by two-time world champions in Vararian District. Don't forget to check out thebigrabshow.com to be kept up to date 
with all the latest news and views from the piping world, and also check us out on Patreon. For five bucks a month, you can get your hands on tons of extra piping goodness and be part of the Patreon faithful. So until next week, guys, we'll see you right here on the Big Rab Show podcast. All the best. <laughs>